Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 60 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yep. Uh, and it has been an interesting news cycle here um, this time. There's a lot that a lot that happened, some of it cool, some of it very not cool at all. One very bad. Yeah, one is really bad. Actually, the Borderlands one, when I looked into why that was trending, whoa... That's pretty bad, too. That's pretty bad, we'll, yeah. We'll talk uh, about that one in a but bit. But anyways, I put this one first. You said you didn't mm. want to talk about it, but Ninja, the most popular streamer on the planet, has left Twitch TV. Did I say I didn't want to talk about it? You did. You oh. said no one cares. Oh, and I well, said it's very important to talk about. Uh, I guess so... I, I When I say no one cares, I mean, like, <laughs> we don't care. I actually do kind of care, because I think it's interesting, especially with the whole Epic Game Store thing. Because people are mad, right, that the Epic Game Store is paying for exclusives. Right. Mixer paid Ninja to start streaming for them. And on top of that, he got over a million subscribers in his first week because mm. they were allowing people to sub for free that week. Oh. So they were basically just, like, fronting that money. <laughs> so they... How much is a sub? Probably $5 like Twitch. Yeah, so it's probably the same as... I, I don't know for sure, but it's probably the same as Twitch is where you get half of it. Uh, so... That's that's quite a bit of money that they have to pay out, I would assume. And I also saw a lot of people saying, oh man, it's so brave of Ninja to go to this new streaming <clears throat> platform that is less popular that shit's not brave dude has more money than god because of like a the six month period where he was the most popular streamer on the planet it's not brave i mean it's It's just like it makes him different money than what he was getting at twitch you know what i mean you're taking the most popular streamer and he's just moving to another platform yeah his audience is gonna move with him because that's how like streamers work i mean people just watch that one person also how much of an inconvenience is it to To just go to mixer I, i mean it's not and for, for those that don't know, Mixer is the, it's basically the same as Twitch. Uh, it's slightly different, I mean, other than that it's way less popular. Mm-hmm. It is owned by Microsoft, so they oh, right, right. they do all that, um, and they have, like, achievements and stuff. Like, it, it's weird. I mean, Twitch has achievements now, but Mixer had it beforehand, and people cared about that. I, and some of, like, some of the games, like, work in stuff. Like, I remember Forza had, like, stream on Mixer. Yeah, some of them have integration, mm-hmm. but I mean, a lot of games have Twitch integration now, too, right, so it right. just, it depends. Yeah, Dead Cells has, uh, like, other, like, people can control the bosses, I think. Yeah, right? and they can, like lock out paths if mm-hmm. you turn on that mode there's a bunch of weird shit that you can do with streaming modes and yes. games but i just i think it's crazy because they paid him to basically lock out his content from twitch mm-hmm. but now i'm curious because twitch put up a specific banner on his page that is a reference to mario and it's like our ninjas in another castle mm-hmm. or something and they left up all of his uh vods right normally if you were paying for twitch prime or twitch turbo is if you're not paying for amazon prime Mm. they last for 90 days at most do you think that they will keep his vods forever or do you think that they will delete those in 90 days do they make money they do because ads play on vods for more popular streamers then yes yeah so like i i just think that's insane because like my shit will be gone for sure but I also don't make a billion dollars. You probably make them 
a grand total of like zero dollars maybe like ten dollars if they're advertising oh i they do on mobile for everyone not if you watch it uh well is that because you have ad block Oh, that's a good question. At least it didn't used to be. It used to be since I wasn't a partnered uh, streamer that only it would only happen on mobile. Okay. Because people would be like, "Why do you keep playing ads?" And I'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? I do this for fun for ten viewers at a time." Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I. It's me trying to force you to watch this Reese's Pieces ad. <laughs> fuck off. Um. So yeah, I. That is a crazy thing, and I wonder if they will try to do it for other streamers. But when you talk about how he was the most popular streamer on the planet, like he really right. was. Yeah, yeah. That's... Like Shroud and I can't remember the other dude's name were in barely in second place, and mm-hmm. they both had roughly six point seven million subs, whereas Ninja had fifteen follower, fifteen million followers. Yeah, right. Like they had less than half of the followers he had. Now, whether or not that translates into people subscribing and giving money is another thing to be seen. But, I mean, he would get donations fucking all day, every day, because people just want to be seen and heard and think that they're cool friends with a streamer. Now, have you ever watched any of his streams or anything? I have. Is he, like, a family-friendly streamer? He was not originally. So, he one of the times he got in trouble was he uh, was rapping a Hot Drake Jam and said the n-word because mm. it was part of the song right uh and people got upset about that and he he originally was not he would swear a lot and stuff he when he got super big mm-hmm. he tried to swear less and tried to be more family friendly just because that way you can make more of the hot cash well that's what i'm wondering because like fortnite i don't want to like that's it's very popular with the children it is yeah so like i just kind of was wondering like it would probably be in his best interest to it be would his be, friend, yeah. family and friendly. So he is possible. doing that. But one of the things that I think is going to happen is mm-hmm. he was originally a professional Halo right. player. And like he met his wife at a Halo tournament or some shit. So like Microsoft owns Mixer. Like he he's just going to play Halo when, it come, when the Master oh, Chief man. Collection comes out on PC. And I like he already obviously was waning in popularity because mm-hmm. it was like. Fortnite is still huge, but him as a streamer, like, he's not even, he's okay at it. Like, Shroud is still, and, like, all those other players are still way better than he is. You mean, like, playing or just, like, streaming? Just, like, skill-wise. And, yeah. I mean, I think Shroud is more fun to watch, but that's me. Now that you bring up that Halo, do you think they're going to work with him for, like, (laughs) bringing out announcements and stuff and, like, get this secret reveal on halo by watching ninja i mean probably you got to do your hot cross branding i guess i, I, I that would make sense i, I don't know i can't I mean say. that would definitely interest them and explain why they paid so much money to get them yeah and i mean well. he was a pro halo player so right. I, it makes sense that that would happen but i was surprised when that announcement came right. out because it's like what's going on yeah now there's going to be some weird streaming service war or something so I'm very excited to see how that goes. Yeah, because like I, I feel like there's been YouTube and Twitch, but like those two have been kind of friendly for the most part. Yeah, and like you can stream to all three, right? Unless you're partnered, mm-hmm. which I don't know what mixer stipulations are, and I don't think YouTube has any in that regard. But Twitch, if you are partnered 
or you you are an affiliate. You are not allowed to stream on another service within 24 hours or whatever. So that's why a lot of partnered streamers don't put up videos of their stuff right. until 24 hours later. What I'm wondering is, like, Giant Bomb, they're not, like, partnered with Twitch? Would they, like, choose uh, it, not to? That, I don't know. Because... Because, like, that that would just be kind of weird that they're not, but at the same but time... But they're premium like, stuff that doesn't stream on Twitch because there's no way for them to block it. Mm. So, like, yeah. They don't stream a lot of stuff on Twitch anymore anyways. I don't think. Uh, well, I guess they have the infinite, and that's probably it. Yeah. Because, like, Game Informer, they stream on both, so it's just kind of like... Yeah. I guess they're just not partnered with Twitch. But, yeah, you also could... I mean, if you had a strong enough pc you could also output to mixer at the same time like you could do all three if you really wanted to so i don't know why more people don't do that i mean obviously the (laughs) the cost of a pc that would be able to output to all three in a relatively good fashion and also also having the internet three chats and the internet to do such a thing yeah Mm -hmm. like that's it's it's crazy but i mean a lot of places could do it right uh giant bomb used to do it for a while. That's what I because, thought they used to do YouTube and Twitch. Because someone thought that Mixer was cool mm. and they tried that for a little bit. But now they're going to have to go back to Mixer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I just thought that was really weird. Right. He reached the zeitgeist where like regular human people knew who Ninja was. And yeah, yeah. that's insane to me. Because fucking no one knows who Dr. Disrespect is or like. Other very popular streamers. Even just, like, people in the... Like, nobody knows who Andy McNamara is, and he's been... Well, yeah, I mean, people, kind of... do, people don't know game journalists, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, streamers are huge. Like, they oh, have yeah, millions yeah. of subscribers and stuff, so, mm. like, it just seems crazy that Ninja is the one that was out there for a lot of people, but most people don't know. Like, the second most popular streamers on Twitch. So... I just don't pay attention that much. I, I just absorb it through mm. osmosis in a lot of cases. I have a couple that I keep an eye on. Yeah. Most of the ones that I actually watch are, like, popular, but at the lower echelons mm. of popularity. They get, like, 10,000 viewers, you know? Mm. Not 100,000 viewers right. minimum. <laughs> So yeah, I was just watching Yipes play. Oh well, that's yeah. Because he, he actually plays like he was, he playing, was playing Mario Maker. Maker yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I love Yipes. Yeah. Not for that. I love him for commentating fighting games. And well, playing he was playing games. on like the super expert. No, I know he's good at it. I just <laughs> I don't know why I don't watch him play regular games, just fighting games. When he goes, he's very much not friendly, family friendly. By the way, no, he's not. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of non-family-friendly fun. Uh, All right. And so the next one here is just more like a tidbit of information. EA claims that uh, Switch users prefer to play EA games on consoles that are not the Switch. Mm -hmm. And, of course, of course that's a true statement. See, this is a tricky situation because, like... At the same time, like, what games are they putting on the Switch? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. EA is not putting many games on the Switch, and if they are, their counterparts on other consoles would be better better. by default. Yes. So they're not even trying. No. So, I mean, this statement is meaningless, and I don't know why they put it out there being like, yeah, man, I don't think people like the Switch as much as they claim. Mm -hmm. And it was like, "Mm, 
I don't know about this. Maybe try to make a decent game. Uh, yeah, like maybe try to do something or like. Also, like their indie stuff would be perfect for this platform. It would be. Yeah. I. Not that they have a. I... A lot of great indies. I don't know. That seems like a statement that they would put out to downplay the fact that they're not putting a lot of stuff on Switch to shareholders. Right. Because yeah. I would bet shareholders are out there being like, do you see this? anything you put on the Switch prints money, even if it sucks? Well, like... They, and, like... They don't put a lot of the sports games on, like, PC. No. Which, you can't tell me that would be hard to port. No, it wouldn't be. EA is a weird company, man. They do a lot of dumb bullshit that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. A FIFA's the one that kind of gets a little bit of everything. Because that one has a PC port. That one they've done on Switch. From what I've heard, it was a terrible, terrible port. I believe it is one of those ones that they call Legacy. So it's technically one of the older versions of the game, and they just mm-hmm. update the roster each year. Because they did that when they would put out stuff on the PS2 years right. and years after the PS2 was mm. obsolete. No, they they did the same thing with the NHL stuff. Yeah. I believe the Switch versions of those games are like that, so it's not... Right, yeah. 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 It's not going to sell like Wildfire when you could play a better version on something else. So, shit is dumb. The next thing... Holy fuck, man. This, yeah, this... I don't... I... I don't even know how to begin to express my thoughts and feelings on this one because this one got bad. Really bad. So, an indie game that I personally have followed for years called Ooblets announced that they are they had signed a deal to be exclusive on the Epic Game Store. And there are a lot of there's a lot of explanation involved in that because First of all, Ulitz is like a cute, dumb mm-hmm. indie game that has a bunch of weird farming elements like Harvest Moon and games like that. It has a clothing collection and you place furniture and stuff similar to an Animal Crossing type game. But also it's like Monster Rancher and that you train these cute little monster plant guys to fight. But instead of fighting, they break dance and have dance fighting mm-hmm. and it has a card battle system it's bizarre and it's the kind of thing that i would be way into right and right. so when they first announced their trailer i was like i'm gonna follow this i have been a member of their newsletter ever since they had put it out and a bunch of other things like that they ran slash run a patreon which for people who don't know what patreon is it is something not too dissimilar from kickstarter except that you pledge someone a monthly amount and then you pay them every month Mm -hmm. and you'll get special newsletters or special access to things and they were originally they had a publishing deal with double fine tim schaefer's company but if you remember from e3 double fine got acquired by microsoft so they are no longer in a position to publish games anymore because they are owned mm. by a larger publisher, right? So they, right. they're not going to front money to publish something different. They you know? probably can't. They probably can't do that, yeah. So that seemed like it sucked for the Ooblets team, which is mm-hmm. more or less two people, a husband and a wife. And they took an opportunity where Epic paid them a lot of money so that they had enough money to live and finish their game, right? And 
this went so so sideways for a multiple a multitude of reasons they put out a newsletter that got sent out to way more people than like more people got this Mm. newsletter than knew what ooblets was in the first place right because someone sent it to a news outlet or something or posted it on discord and on reddit and all this stuff and they have this weird hipster-like tone in a lot of their stuff right that they write and that the game reflects that very much so it's super twee and filled with whimsy and all that bullshit and it's really sarcastic as well and so they put out this statement explaining why they went with the epic game store and in most cases you would just put that statement out and say we chose this because we needed the money to finish the game and we wanted to be able to live he took it a couple steps further where he tried to justify why he thinks that the Epic Game Store launcher isn't that bad mm. and then said, why don't you worry about more important problems like global warming or other various things? Mm. And essentially, he later went on to make a bunch of statements saying things like... See, some of that was proven to be not true. Some of these statements. So some of them were. There's a lot of Photoshop stuff, but he. Right. So like that's. Where... But but in that actual thing, he more or less said, "If you're upset that we're on the Epic Game Store, you probably weren't going to buy our game anyways." Mm-hmm. And like that was said. Right. And while I don't necessarily disagree, that is a bad statement to make to alienate a lot of people who could have bought your game that didn't know it existed, but. It also seems kind of tone deaf because people fly off the fucking handle mm-hmm. when games go Epic Game Store exclusive. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see. I think my thought is they were just like, no one reads this anyway, and no one, yeah. But so this is not gonna like this is this is for our small little audience, our it, little group. Yeah, it got picked up very widely right. and got so 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 bad. And people from 4chan flooded their Discord. Like, they had to close their subreddit because there were... But prior to that day, there were, like, five posts in it or something. Yeah. And they had to delete the whole subreddit and close it down. I don't know if it's back now or not, but I haven't looked. Yeah, I haven't looked either. The resetter thread about it has... A ridiculous amount of pages and is still on the front page almost every day because people keep arguing about the Epic Game Store in it. it. It got so bad that when I launched the Epic Games Launcher two days ago, Epic had a statement about it in the launcher. Yeah, there's no posts since they shut it down. But the fact that Epic had to put a post mm-hmm. in their fucking launcher about how harassment is not cool and people should not be getting death threats because of this this reminds me somewhat it's a little more mild as like the no man's sky which that okay this is a a completely different tangent but that's getting an update or just got an update yes it looks amazing yeah it's like their sixth one that was totally free no man's sky turned it around but my point is like very different reasons why people were upset, but, like, the death threats, it's a very small team that, like, doing what they can. Yeah, and maybe the messaging was not what it should have been yes, in yes. both cases. 
I think No Man's Sky was a lot worse. This seems like... This is just one of those things where the internet just, like, flares up about something over nothing. And then after a couple days, like, they don't care anymore and they're on to the next So the reason that I think that this... There is reason to dislike the Epic Game Store. And I, I have said on this podcast many times that I don't personally feel that way. But I, because of how outraged people get, I have looked a lot into the reasons why they feel that way. Mm. And there are a lot of legitimate reasons. Epic is doing a lot of shitty stuff in theory. They don't allow a lot of foreign currencies. You still can't use PayPal and things like that. They are not necessarily promoting competition because they are just outright buying the Mm -hmm. games to force that competition. The launcher still kind of sucks. It has very bare bones things. They're months behind on their plan outline for that. It just... I hear it's security as well. Yeah. But, like, my thing is, like, I don't think Steam's that secure either. Steam is. I See, but, like, I get an email, like, once a month saying I need to change my password because someone broke into my email, but because I have, like, the two-step verification with my email, they weren't able to get in. Uh So, like, every month I'm having to change my stupid Steam password. Well, but that's not Steam's fault. That's I, I don't I mean know. I've literally never gotten an email like I don't that know. with my Steam account. So I just that's... got one like and I'm just like God, I I just it makes me just want to get rid of Steam because like I'm just sick of having to change my password all the time. Yeah, but I mean that's actually good security. The fact that, that they yes. recognize that someone tried to get into your account and But like at the same time it, that's just because I have the two step verification. Just well, like, but still, even if if someone tried to log into my account, they'd know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to, regardless of whether you have two-factor on, which right. I don't for mm-hmm. Steam, you still have to input specific codes from your email every time to yes. log in in a new place. Right. So uh, the one time that someone did log into my account from somewhere else, they blocked mm-hmm. it and said, hey, man, mm-hmm. you don't live in China. Yeah, this was Brazil. And I was like, this last you're time right. Was Brazil, I yeah. don't live in China. <laughs> And that, that that was the one time it was on mm. New Year's Eve a couple of years ago. Wow! And I was pissed off because I was trying to buy a game mm-hmm. when I got home, and I got it was like ah, so that was upsetting. That's weird that it just I don't know why. I've done some crazy passwords, and it's like, how are you guys doing this? This is also unrelated. Fuck Nintendo's account system. Mm. I I had to re-log into my Switch for whatever reason. I, I don't remember why, and. I cha- I got in. I couldn't remember my password. Right. So I tried to log into my Nintendo ID. It told me I couldn't. I said I forgot my password. They sent me a temporary password to let me log in. I changed my password and it still didn't work. And then it locked me out of my account mm. for 15 minutes, even though I was in the account. And it told me that I couldn't change my password because the account was locked at that time. <laughs> And then I, the reason I ended up not being able to log in was some fucking dumb thing where you have two slightly different things. One's a Nintendo account, one's a Nintendo network ID. And mm. I guess I knew the password for my Nintendo account, but not the ID. And I can't figure out how to change the fucking password for one of them. God damn it. Yeah, that, yeah. That's fucking stupid. Because I was trying to add money to the fucking account to give them money. <laughs> That's the most upsetting They wouldn't thing. even let me... D- yeah. yeah, I was just like, you know what? Mm. I won't buy the season pass for Ultimate Alliance today. I'll do it a different time. <laughs> Fuck. 
fuck. You win, Nintendo. Yeah, you I'll got. I'll keep my money. You got me. I'll keep my twenty twenty ish dollars. <laughs> God damn. And I the fact that it let me into the account and then wouldn't mm. let me change the password. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Just stick that's with whatever the most, email. That's the most goddamn Nintendo thing I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> Anyways, there are reasons to dislike the Epic Game Store, yes. right? And I get why people are saying that. And they then they, in turn, get upset whenever someone's like, well, it's just another launcher you can get. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just ignore those people at that point. You don't have to start inciting violence and death threats over this stuff and i mean it's there are reasonable people on both sides yes there are also unreasonable people on both sides as is with anything but this it's getting out of hand i feel like there are very few like pro epic people like going to bat early i rarely ever see them i think most people just like quietly don't care enough because because it's also it's just there's nothing to defend because well, exactly. people then just get ridiculously upset or it just ends up being a dumb stalemate because people throw out the same facts on both sides and right. the argument goes nowhere because there is nowhere to go, mm-hmm. really. It's either you like it or you don't. Right. And it, so, and I guess because we're more console gamers or whatever you want to... In the first place, yeah. It just, so, it, like, exclusives, like, don't... Like, I don't care. Like, I'm just kind of used to... No, and in my opinion, if the developer is Mm -hmm. the one that is going to Epic or Epic offers them the money and they take it, that's on them, not Epic. Like, Epic didn't knock on the Ooblets dev's door and say, we're going to kill your family if you don't take this money Mm. from us. You know what I mean? Like, they... They thought it out. They thought it was a good idea. The same thing happened to Untitled Goose Game. But they didn't get the same reaction because they just tweeted it and said, yeah, we needed this money. Mm -hmm. We're going to be exclusive to the Epic Game Store. Don't worry. It's still coming out on Switch. Also, it happened in the middle of E3 when the Shenmue Epic Game controversy was happening and blowing up in a way bigger way. So nothing happened to them. But I I still think if the Ooblets newsletter had said, hey... We needed the money. We took it because we needed it. It's still coming to Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Now, is it coming to the Microsoft Store? Or is it just I think Xbox it's, One? I think it's just Xbox One and the Epic Game Store. Because that, that, that's kind of weird, but like... I, I mean... It kind of makes sense because I guess it's computer exclusive. I also don't know why it's an Xbox exclusive. And you no know one what cares I mean? about that Yeah, either. no one seems to be asking any <laughs> questions about that. Because <laughs> if it could be on the fucking Xbox One, it could just as easily be on the fucking PS4. Unless you're getting funding from Xbox, which as far as I know, they're not. So, whatever. It's just, there's a whole bunch of weird shit with it, and it it sucks that it, they're two people too. Yeah, yeah. People when you know Deep Silver gets dunked on mm-hmm. for Metro Exodus, it's a lot different. That's a faceless corporation, basically. That their people are just yelling at some dumb corporate Twitter. This is people yelling at two people, right? Sending them death threats, trying to find, trying to dox them. You know what I mean? It's it's not the same at all. No, I, the worst... <laughs> they don't have a fucking PR firm. They don't have lo- mm. lawyers on retainer. It's, right. it's not the same. Worse than Metro was Ubisoft doing it with uh, The Division 2. 
Yeah, and right, I mean, like, like Ubisoft it, is an even more faceless corporation. Yeah. What is so someone going to tweet at Eve Gimo <laughs> yeah. and he's going to be like, okay, who cares? Right, uh, right. If I, you don't like Epic, you can buy it on ours. Yeah, you can buy it on UPlay, which is <laughs> somehow even worse. <laughs> I it's <sighs> fucking bizarre. Mm-hmm. You actually, this is. Uh, I keep getting into these side notes. Uh, yeah, For that's... Honor was free on the Epic Game Store recently. Mm-hmm. It says specifically underneath it that you have to sign into Uplay. Yeah, yeah. I fucking hate that. Even on Steam, you get Ubisoft games right. and they force you to download the Uplay launcher to mm-hmm. do that. Shit is stupid. I'm already in one. Why do you gotta launch the second one and then have me sign in? Whatever. Stupid. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Ublitz was bad. There was it was a bad it was a bad time for those developers. They seem to have come out of the other side of it. And well, now they're like, trying to do now the internet doesn't care. I don't think anymore. I've seen a lot of people still caring very deeply about that or just the epic stuff about Ublitz specifically. Okay, so. We'll see how that pans out. I don't know. I was expecting them to full, fully expecting them to announce like we're not making it anymore. Peace. Have they pretty Fuck much this. just quieted down and not saying anything? Uh they put out a statement today that I did not read. Mm. He, the husband, talked about how he may have misinterpreted like his own thoughts or something. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? PC gamers are very angry people. Let's. Every, everyone's angry <laughs> yeah, in 2019. True. That's true. So, if there's something to get angry about, someone will get angry about it. Mm, if there's something not to get angry about. Exactly. Some... Someone will get angry about yes. it anyways. The next one is much less upsetting. And Hero from Dragon Quest was added to Smash. In the morning, one day, they mm-hmm. just had a 20-minute video of Sakurai showing us what the Hero could do. And then later in the day, he was out. They took down the servers right when I decided to try to practice online. They said, no, no, no. Uh, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Which they always do. It, I. So they pick... Is it more popular in Japan or something? Dragon Quest? No, I'm saying just uh, Street Fighter. Smash Brothers. No. Because like a lot of places, like Epic, I know when they do their big updates, it's a, like... Three, four in the morning. Oh, but they want people to be able to play the game. Well, yeah, but they shut down the server at three, four in the morning. No, they shut down the server at like nine at night. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, so people could play at ten. Oh, oh, okay. It was only down for like an hour ish. It just seems like nine's a weird time to do it when you could have done it a little earlier. Well, I read that's eight in the morning in Japan, so it. I don't know, and it's bad for Europe. There's nowhere that will satisfy every region. They're putting exactly. it out in the same region. They're putting it out everywhere, so it's kind of hard to satisfy. Well, that's what I was asking. Like, it would is Japan bigger or the U.S.? I was just kind of wondering. No, it just seems like that's the time that they choose because that's mm-hmm. when every update has gone live, even the ones for different mm-hmm. modes and stuff. That's... Uh, so this it came along with the 4.0 update, which added online tournaments, where of course you can't turn off items and choose how you play. So, that's so really items are on? Fucking stupid. Yeah, every like Nintendo-sanctioned tournament is that way, and it's very weird. Uh, are they that tone-deaf from the community? Y- yes, but they also, the Smash fighting game community, 
takes up such a small portion of the people who play Smash Brothers, so Nintendo doesn't give a fuck. I mean, that makes sense, but like... Specifically, so this character is representative of the fact that they don't give a shit about the Smash community. So, I personally think that the Dragon Quest hero is a super dope character. Right. He very well represents a character from Dragon Quest making the transition to Smash. He's very unique. It is... His default costume is the main character from Dragon Quest XI, but the costumes are from Dragon Quest III, Dragon Quest VII, and Dragon Quest VIII, and they all look different, but they play right. they play the same. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their iconic sword and shield, which is what a lot of the regular generic smash attacks are. Uh, at random, he will crit, like in a JRPG, mm-hmm. and it'll do way more damage and go way farther, which is his regular attacks, which, like, obviously not great for competitive play because it adds another random element. Mm-hmm. But the thing that really is crazy is his down B opens up a spell menu that has four random spells in it. And it randomizes out of like 20-ish spells. And they all he has an MP bar of 100 magic points and certain spells take certain amounts. So you push down B, you go through the menu... There's is, all is there a way to quick select like one, or do you have to like? You can just push down, down down B A, and you'd quick select that one. Yeah, you mm. have to scroll to get to the other ones, but you could do it. You could do it quickly. But all I'm saying is, so there are ones that are useless. One of them mm. turns him into into metal, and he can't take damage or do anything for what seems an abnormal amount of time, like thirty seconds. <laughs> Shit's crazy, right? There are ones that are just oh, a fire spell, or there's Kathwak. Which is an insta-kill move in Dragon Quest. It does insta-kill. If you get hit by it, you just it takes a stock. The one that I think is crazy, especially from a competitive standpoint, is Hocus Pocus. It will do a random thing. In Dragon Quest, it just picks a random spell and does it. Okay. But it will give him item effects. So just all of a sudden, he'll have the superstar and be invincible. It can happen anytime, or he'll get the super mushroom and be three times the size of your opponent and do three times as much knockback. Does are there any negative things that can happen? So some negative things can happen, but in a competitive match, if you fucking got a super mushroom, it's over. Like the other person is, there's literally no coming back from it. They're well, that's done. what I'm asking. Like, so there is a bit of a risk reward with that one. Then, with I that guess. one, I guess. But the the negatives are far outweighed by the positives and his his other his b moves are interesting he can charge up a flame spell like uh robin can his up b you charge up and he shoots out a tornado and jumps up so you have to have mp to do a lot of that stuff but there are a lot of random elements and there's a raging debate about whether he should be banned or not you can get around flack pretty easily Mm. it comes out really slow and you'll see them picking and no so you could, in theory, get out of the way. Or you, you could come back from that. But if someone is invincible in the middle of a match, you're probably not going to come back from that. And if they randomly get a crit, mm-hmm. there's insane shit. One of his spells, Snooze, it puts them to sleep for an inordinate amount of time. And if you hit them, it, it's 0% with a crit. They have like 60 percentage from one hit. Mm-hmm. And that shit's crazy. So... People are already calling to ban him, even without having seen it. It He has to have, I would say, multiple first-place tournament finishes before they will ban it. I was going to say, like, when was the last time a fighting game community banned a character? Yeah, a very, I, a very long time. I feel like, I mean, like, 
back in the day, like Soul Calibur had like their exclusives that they would ban. Yeah, because you can't you, practice, you practice against that. Uh, uh, yeah, it would have been like, I, I don't know, like there are that character that's a secret character in the Super Nintendo Ninja Turtles fighting game. Mm-hmm. Is insane. Akuma and uh, like the old Street Fighters was like broken, wasn't he? I, d- I don't know about Maybe that. Maybe Turbo? But yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen right away, but people right. are calling for that. Which, I mean, that's kind of standard. People, The like... Smash community flies off the handle if there's anything that even remotely involves random chance. But I, I don't know. I have many thoughts on that because mm-hmm. I used to play Peach and her turnips are random. Right. She can pull items at random. But they never one pull. of which is a fucking shield break. Mm-hmm. Like if you get a Mr. Saturn, it, you could shield break someone. It's whatever. And Mr. Game and Watch is random. Yeah. There's a lot of random stuff. And it's not like those characters are dominating. No. Well, Peach is really good right now. Oh, is she? But she's she's been good. Um, I thought like you. I don't like her anymore. But mm. boy, Sam, okay. Sam Sora is very good with her. Uh. And yeah, just mainly characters that are different and people think change the flow of the game they try to not like in Smash. I don't know. I think he's fine. Mm-hmm. Me and Nukio played for like an hour, mirror matches. It's just you're picking a bunch of fucking dumb spells. And it's it's cool as a Dragon Quest fan to have this character. So I, I think the weird thing is like this is the character that got the, the, like, the move select when you hit B. When Joker just came out, and it's the same exact concept. Yeah, except for the fact that Joker is like probably the best character in the game. So. No, I'm I mean like where like that is a turn based where you're. It is, but I mean, there's also a lot of other stuff that's like going on mm-hmm. in Persona. I mean, right, he has right, moves yeah. and stuff, so you know. They're both turn based strategy games. They are, yeah. So. But Dragon Quest, that was more so than right. over the course of eight hundred thousand years. Well, actually, so was a. Uh, cloud cloud has a turn-based element i mean he has his limit bar mm. he takes hits and stuff and i mean joker has getting his persona mm-hmm. so they they take some element from the games to right. try to yeah, yeah. try to make them and i guess they're they were like all right we're gonna maybe they've been working on this for a while and they finally figured out a way to to do it with this game yeah i this character I, I just think that each character dlc character that they're gonna release is gonna be super different and right. unique and cool and like i i like that mm-hmm. I, I mean not everything has to be made for the competitive scene yeah I mean, I, there's they only have like 70 other characters to choose from so i think they'll be okay as long as it's not another fire emblem character i think people are happy i'll take a character from the new one they can add one they're not going to but That'd be a little early. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> uh, and so, to continue on with fighting games and fighting game adjacent news, Evo happened this past weekend. Yes. I watched a lot of it. I watched just pretty much one game. You I feel just like... watched Mortal Kombat yeah. because you love corn mm-hmm. and also uh, Slipknot. Slipknot. Yeah, big Slipknot fan. Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> I don't know what th- those were. My brother told me that those have been happening all the year mm. on every Mortal Kombat tournament because they have uh, Slipknot does like one of the songs on the Mortal Kombat tour soundtrack or yeah. some shit. I don't know, man. Their, their pro tour. Yeah. So there were a lot of people wearing corn shirts in those ones. Um, I mainly watch Street Fighter outside of like Finals Day. Outside of Finals else. Day, yes. Which. Then I watched 
as much as I could. Yeah. I like, I mean, Street Fighter is probably my favorite fighting game franchise. Mm-hmm. So I generally just watch Street Fighter. Well, that one, it's also easy because you know a lot of the people as well. Yeah, I know a lot of the players, and I used to play Street Fighter Five, so right. it's easy. And boy. I can watch Street Fighter of all playstyles and levels. Mm-hmm. When people suck at Smash, I can't do it. It's fucking so awful to watch, I feel like. so. It, for me, it's even harder to watch. Not that I want to just like jump in on like shitting on Smash. Yeah. When like one person is very good and the other one is bad. Yeah. Because like it, it'll be a, a situation where it's like a three stock versus a one stock. And then you're just sitting around waiting for that one stock to die. Because, like, you know they're not coming back, but then it takes longer and they just keep hitting them and somehow they're still alive. And then they're up to, like, 130% and somehow they're not getting sent off. Which is also kind of random, I feel like, with Smash. Uh, not really. Really? I I guess... Yeah, it depends on the stage and if Mm. they know how to DI and if they can tech... And all kinds of various factors. Mm-hmm. But there are still some times where, like, a character just won't die for whatever reason. Uh, it also depends on the... There are 800,000 factors that mm. we cannot explain on this podcast. So Such there is the weight of the characters, the move they use, so the like, angle. It's less RNG than I it's, think. There's, like, almost none. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, that that shows my ignorance <laughs> of the game. I, for me, I just watch it. it I feel like it's kind of random, and I guess that's, that's one of the reasons. things where people are always like, "Oh, Smash is like a fun party game," and it's mm-hmm. like the, not when you're playing at a high level. Okay. Shit did, is so calculated; it's insane. I did not know it was so calculated. Yeah, but okay, that makes yeah, and it, it depends that makes a lot more where sense. people get hit and stuff. That's mm-hmm. why Smash at a high skill level is crazy because right. you have to make reactions on the fly and do all kinds of weird shit mm-hmm. in a split second. Because there's so many more angles and approaches and right. things that you can work out. But, uh, so yeah. So how was Street Fighter? Like Overall? There, yeah, like, how was, like, just the viewing of Street Fighter and, like, uh, was it... I enjoyed it. I mean... Were there any funny story or fun story? No, the or... world's best online Cody got decimated when I watched and I just... It's so sad because I mm. love Cody as a character and right. I want him to be good in this fucking game. Uh, no, every care every player I want to win mm-hmm. always loses. Yeah, always. Man. Every person in top eight who used Zeku got trashed on, and that shit is rough. Right. Yeah. And then fucking oh my god, I Bonchan one Evo. He screwed me over because he's been trying to play Sagat. Sagat's awesome. I love Sagat. He's fun to watch. He's the king. Everyone loves the king. Fucking, he uses him all weekend. And then grand finals, he's like, oh, just kidding. I actually want to win Evo, so I have to pick Karen. That character, I have have bad memories of that character. I just, she's always been good, like really good. And so, at this point, this many years into that game's life cycle, I just don't want to see the character anymore. So it's like, oh, sick. Bonchan's going to use Sagat now. Right. And then he was like, no, just kidding. Sagat actually sucks, but I'm going to mm. pick Karen and win Evo. Gotcha. Because yeah, I remember, like, the first year, first season. Yeah. The big one was Chun-Li. Like she... Chun-Li and Mika and, yeah. Well, Mika's always been, like, I think, like... 
around top ten. Like, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't know. If she's, she's ever not been as, like, she's not as great right now, but but like Kareen's always been like top five. Yeah, and it just whatever. I wanted to see Scott, man. Fuck. And that that was a bummer right. because I mm-hmm. I knew as soon as the match started, I was like, mm-hmm. he's gonna fucking pick Kareen here, and I'm. I don't want him to win anymore, as I did all weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did, and he's f- fucking so good. Yeah. Which, I mean, they all are at that Yeah, level. but then I wanted someone... There were two people that were using Zeku. Right. And Zeku's so cool, and his gimmick is unique. Fuck. And they both got dumpstered. And mm-hmm. ta- it was so... Ugh. Smash was sick until Tweak choked so fucking hard mm-hmm. in grand finals that I almost cried. Is he he was the one who went up to 2-0. Yeah. All he needed was one more win. Yeah, and then MKLeo won six straight. Fuck. So what I you can see the exact moment when mm-hmm. he lost because he got reverse three stocked. He right. had MKLeo down to one stock Oof. and then he came all the way back and after that he was just so tilted that he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And MK Leo, I swear to God, every tournament, every Smash tournament I watch, he'll make top eight in losers and then win. Every time. That's at least kind of fun. I don't know, show. but I also, he's using the character that people think is the most overpowered in the game right now. Like, people think that because MK Leo never switches from Joker, mm-hmm. that he's like super dumb. I agree, he's super dumb. Uh, he's very good. He has a lot of tools. I mean, uh, MKLeo is also just a ridiculously good player. Yeah, I mean, like... Tweet could have won. Mm. It, well, I mean, he went up to nothing. I mean, like, he obviously... Yeah, but he, uh, he Tweet used to be really bad with, like, anger issues, mm. and he would let his emotions fuck him up in the middle of a match, and he's been doing a lot better with that, so right. it's kind of a bummer to see him make grand finals on winner's side and then mm-hmm. lose six straight right because it was it was tough to watch right it was very tough to watch yeah it's tough to watch those players that you know that they're just like oh man it's over for them it's yeah there's it's, no, it's, nothing else and mk leo had just enough information to be like yeah let me last mm. too long gotcha bitch <laughs> the mm. download is complete yeah and it was fucking rough yeah and the commentators could see it happening too, and it's just like, oh god, yeah, not I, a good. I saw the commentary team, and I was like, I don't recognize either of these two. The so the dude used to do, I can't even think of his name. He did Smash Four a lot, mm-hmm. and that, that girl I had never seen do commentary before ever. She was pretty good at it though. Uh, at least it wasn't uh, Vicky Kitty, mm. who I really don't like her commentary. Sexist. Uh, but it was upsetting because... Fuck you. <laughs> it was upsetting because I, I, I was so excited for D1 yeah, to do yeah. because I love D1 Smash commentary, and then he was the one on the house mic in, yeah. the, in the stadium. So you can just tell like he's a little he's a little weird. I don't oh, know what you mean. Oh, D one's very weird, but, but like he's, he has a passion. He's very passionate, yes. and he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. That's why like my favorite Mortal Kombat player is uh Katana Prime. Yeah. Because he's just like he's got that passionate. He, he kind of reminds me. He's like a yipes light. Yeah. And he was actually doing so well this tournament. I was so <laughs> excited for him. And then I looked at the the bracket and I was like. He's in top 32, but then the two people he would have had to beat to get to top 8 was Tweety, which I don't know if you know who Tweety is, yeah. 
and then he would have had to beat Dragon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, this isn't gonna happen. And then he got obliterated by uh, Tweety. And then fucking, of course, Sonic Fox won. Yeah, of that's... course, Sonic Fox won at Mortal Kombat, but he fucking lost Dragon Ball Fighters. Good for Goichi finally getting that sick run back at mm-hmm. Evo. He was literally Goichi was so emotional that when he won, he started crying. Yeah. And he was shaking so much, he could barely take off his glasses. Mm-hmm. Shit was awesome. And, and Sonic Fox, <laughs> he was, like, happy yeah, for him. Yeah, he was happy for him. He was, like, congratulating him. Mm-hmm. But Goichi did a yes. good job. Uh, so that was cool. Yeah, it's the same with Dragon and uh, Sonic Fox, where Dragon's probably the second best NetherRealm player, but he always loses to to him in the finals yeah. it is just it's so depressing but at watch. least goichi and sonic fox isn't the same like they would go back and forth yes. very often it's just last evo sonic mm-hmm. happened to win right uh so where this is just like every tournament dragon loses to him <laughs> in finals <laughs> yeah um i've seen other people beat sonic fox in finals but if it's a dragon it's just going to be a very quick yeah. victory for Sonic Fox. Uh, Tekken was particularly sick. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> as soon as the grand finals was Arslan versus Knee, it was over. Yeah, yeah. Because Knee has not been able to beat Arslan in numerous tournaments it's, recently. It's, it's pretty free. Yeah. Uh, and he did win. He, uh, he got in the Islamic prayer uh f- when he when he won, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who was the American player that we? Oh my God, Anakin! Anakin, yes. Oh. <laughs> talk oh. about talk about depressing, and you can that was you, fucked up. You noticed the moment that it was over. He was so he was right there. He was right there, and he oh my God! You could tell he oh. he got third, and he was just like so heartbroken I, the fact that he made it to third though yeah. was insane it yeah. was like oh my god is anakin actually gonna beat me and no, no. it wasn't he got, <laughs> he got close oh yeah mm. fuck that was also rough he he fucking got so oh my god that was awful mm-hmm. um see that's why i i could never get into like the high competitive those losses like that'd I, be too I, much I, I, I get t- tilted way too easily, and I take the losses way too hard. So, yeah, that would be... Also, I'm not very good. <laughs> yeah. That, that's Sam. also holding me back. Um, infiltration. <laughs> One samurai showdown. See, like, you said that he was found not guilty. Well, that's debatable. I, I looked it up after, and I was like, I see our Kappa is saying that he's... Not guilty, but I don't know if that's a so. There's a, there's a lot source. of weird stuff. Yes. Like he was not guilty by law, mm-hmm. but then there there's a bunch of stuff about right. his weird abuse case. Uh, so like a lot of it is just like I don't know, so I can't really comment too much on like what is true and what is not true. Yeah. Ultimately, it is kind of shocking that he was allowed to go to Evo, but yeah. I mean, I, I, at this point, you can't really tell if what happened was mm-hmm. actually the case. I mean, he was in a court of law, proven right. innocent of the stuff, so I don't... Oh, wasn't there another guy that, like, beat the shit out of his girlfriend's... What What was his name? Brown? Noel Brown? N- yes. 
Because he got into, like, other trouble, too, didn't he? Yeah. Where he, like, grabbed a girl's ass on stream. That was, yes, he did do that. Uh, I Is don't, he still around? I don't know. But, like, OMG, it's Andre isn't around anymore, and he was like, caught with, like, credit card fraud and all that fun he stuff. He had, like... I think he's just in, like, jail, though, still. Legitimate... Yeah, I was gonna say, he was, like, legitimate, like... That was a criminal act. Y- yes. Yeah. Where, like, the grabbing the girl's ass on stream was dumb. Well, and then that was fucking weird, because... Whatever, he was like we were friends mm-hmm. like all right still don't do that live on the capcom stream uh he was also weird because like almost all the big names had him be the coach yeah and he was just like not as good no so i, I, I don't never if, liked watching him play either i don't know if he was like actually good at like reading other people and was like actually a decent coach but yeah but i to answer your question i don't know if noel still mm. is allowed at events or not because he was definitely banned for a while from all the capcom events for yes, sure which is basically all the all events, the events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i i don't know um but yeah evo was cool as mm. as an event uh a lot of um announcements happened yes mr wizard the guy who puts on evo mm-hmm. got on resetera and said this year we have unprecedented announcements get on your negan pants whatever the fuck that means i still can't decide if these are unprecedented this seems like pretty par for the course in terms of evo announcements like obviously fighting game characters and new seasons of stuff um yeah, I mean, there's nothing... Like, the one was a leak, which a, a, is... a few of them were a leak. So the one that was a big leak right. was the Street Fighter V Season 3. Well, they're not even Season 3. It's the, summer the s- August 2019 character pack. Um, are they all coming out at once? Yeah, they're out now. Oh. They came out on the 4th, 5th. Oh, okay. Right after EVA, the servers went down for maintenance, and then mm. they put them out. Uh, so... E Honda, everyone's favorite sumo wrestler from Street Fighter, he was the final character from the original eight Street Fighter characters right. that were not in it. He is in it now. He seems stupidly good. Right. So there's that's exciting. Um, a new character, Lucia, who was in the side-scrolling Capcom beat-em-up final fight. Mm-hmm. And they brought back Poison. Which, Poison's a weird... Uh, who was also from Final Fight, but she was in The Last Street Fighter. But she's just a weird character, because it's like a... It was a... It's a uh, woman, and we, then like they were like, Americans don't like when you beat up women, so she's actually a man. Yeah, we can't get into what's happening with Poison on that level. Okay. But I don't like the way her hair looks no in this game mm-hmm. and i think she looks stupid i just think poison's an interesting character in that sense and but... she has a whip she's not fun to watch i've never liked poison play uh but lucia seems very good according to the web uh i have not watched any of her combos but i have watched some e-honda stuff holy shit i can't wait to see e-honda play Mycross? from people Mycross is never coming back <laughs> there oh my god gutex put on a bar fights uh, right around Evo, mm-hmm. and Li Joe fought Mike Ross in Ultra Street Fighter Four. Fuck, I miss Street Fighter Four, dude. I mean, we talked about that a couple weeks ago, but yeah. Li Joe versus Mike Ross—that's some classic shit. God damn, Honda versus Sagat, mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, so good. They hugged, and he said, "I miss you, Mike." 
Well, no, Joe is just like that genuine guy. Anyways. I know, but Mike's never going to play fucking fighting games in a proper way again. He made fucking Guilty Gear Top 8 last year and never again. Was he... He was working for Capcom? He did work... He worked for Twitch. Okay. Yeah. Because he, like, had, like, that weekly Yes, show. the Capcom Pro Talk with yes. Flo. Flo. <laughs> Flo doesn't go to... Ter- Flo doesn't compete anymore either. Well, yeah, Flo has his own the f- thing going yeah, on. Yeah, the Floke. Yeah. I, I, that one I understand. He also makes a lot of money streaming. Yes, though, he does. So. He has his little community. Boy, I do not like Flo's streams at all. No. I very much think they're obnoxious. And he loves playing, like, the worst games ever yeah. imaginable. Anyways, Flo was a good player back then. Fuck. Just, he was just known for uh, choking, hence the name Floke. Yeah. to explain that. So, uh, Steam <clears throat> accidentally put up the trailer for those three characters, mm-hmm. and then Steam put out a statement saying, like, we done fucked up. Sorry. We have precautions in the future to not let this happen again. The old producer of Street Fighter, Yasunori Ono, he would go to every... Um, Evo, mm-hmm. and he has this thing where he says, "Everybody, let's sure you can." Well, he he has this whole. I, thing. I'm not gonna make his voice because it would be inappropriate. I, when he speaks, you understand twenty percent, thirty percent of what he's saying. <laughs> they really need to get a different so, speaker. If if you've never heard Ono speak before. He's a genuine guy, yes, and he's yes. like he's trying so hard. He's Japanese. He's trying to speak English. It's not good. No, it's very bad. And he's trying so hard, <laughs> and I, God bless him. But if you want to hear what he is like, and one of the most mm-hmm. genuine, funny reactions to what he is like, the Tekken commentator Eris, look up "Avoiding the Puddle Kage" mm-hmm. K A G E, and it was when. Ono announced Kage at the end of the last Capcom Cup. That video is one of the greatest videos I've ever seen in my life. Because other than the fact that Ono doesn't speak very good English, he says something about like along the lines of you can enjoy him in the home or the room or the living room. Kage. It doesn't sound like that, but uh, that's one of Eris's sub sounds. So, uh, one of the like five sub sounds will be Ono yelling that. Shit is crazy, but yeah, he has a thing every year where he'll go. Sure, you can. Mm. He was really sad about the leak, and he came out and said a bunch of stuff. Mm. They'll have other announcements in November for Capcom Cup, and then yes. something else in December. So that was a bummer because that was all they had. People were thinking they had something else. Uh, that was a pretty big leak for them because right. that was going to be one of the major things. See, like people thought more, but like they he came out ahead of time and said like, "There's no Street Fighter Six. Yeah, but Harada also came out ahead of time and said, "We have no announcements." I guess. So the weird one was, didn't Sony say they had something? Yeah, that was nothing. That was and nothing. Sony never said anything. Mister Wizard said that because Sony was a sponsor, they had an announcement. And that wasn't true unless those Mortal Kombat tournaments on PS4 were a thing. Or, like, he's considering Street Fighter because it's a PS4 exclusive? I I don't know. Um, This one wasn't really an announcement, but everyone on the planet knew that Riot, the people that make League of Legends, were working on a fighting game because they bought 
Seth Killian, prominent fighting game community member, his studio, they were making a simplistic fighting game called Rising Thunder with right. robots. They bought them like mm. three or four years ago, and they confirmed that they are working on a fighting game with under Riot. Do you think this is to going show. to be another simplistic? I do. I think it's going to just be Rising Thunder, except that it will be a fighting game with League of Legends Heroes. I don't think that's going to appeal to anyone. It's going to appeal to everyone, because people like League of Legends characters. Enough to get into a fighting game? Yeah, and Riot will support it with money, so everyone will get into it. Oh, maybe. 100%. I, I just feel like the fighting game community, like... People liked Rising Thunder, so... But did they really get into... Like, they never got a chance to get into it too deep, I don't think. I mean, it was out for months and months. Like, People played tournaments and stuff. So. I guess, because I just remember, like, Street Fighter Five. one of the big complaints is it's too simplistic. That's at a high level. Like, you can't do it. Rising Thunder is more along the lines of simpler inputs, which mm. people do seem to enjoy. Okay. So, like... Because like, Street Fighter has pretty simple inputs. Well, yeah, but the execution is not easy. Like... You Street Fighter like, Five. You still have, like, one-frame links and shit uh, mm. that you have to do. Like, I I don't know. At a higher end, Street Fighter Five is hard to execute. Like, I can't fucking do well, a combo. I, I For us, yes. But, like, for... The high, I think like it's not as hard as like let's say something like Marvel. No, but I mean Marvel also has like way longer windows than Street Fighter does mm. for doing anything. Um, Street Fighter Four was more was Rising harder. Thunder has like simplistic inputs like right. fucking every other fighting game now. Like every game does that now, mm -hmm. so I, I think it'll be fine. See, I, Rising Thunder doesn't have like the like Dragon Punch and no, it's just like turns. forward punch right. and. Okay. They're basically command normals. See, I'm just kind of wondering if the community, once they get a chance to play it for a little while, if they would just. I mean, get the fucking Power Rangers Battle for the Grid has that stuff, and people still play that. Oh, so. okay. So, yeah. Um, I'm. I don't want to say this out loud. Under Night and Birth is an anime fighting game. There's gonna be a new one. It's called Under Night and Birth Exe Late. Cool dash R. It's clear when they say it out loud. They say clear. Um, Why do Japanese do that? I don't know. There's a new ice character. Late clear. Uniel. Well, because the last one was Under Night and Birth EXE latest. So it's gonna be Uniel clear. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. Why does it name that? It's fucking weird. Japanese it's a bad name. Time. It's a. It's, a, it's definitely a name though. It's too long. There's a lot happening. Well, you, that's why they say Uniel. Well, I know. But I will never say it. Other than that last time. I will always <laughs> say Under Night and Birth EXE Latest Clear. Mm. <sighs> Anyways, mm -hmm. that it it looks... It's the same game. Right. There's a nice guy. I don't know. It's like the hundredth iteration of Undernight. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like they keep changing it slightly and then... People like it. That's cool. And I understand it. It's a small niche thing where they... I mean, it's not like... They're not getting the Mortal Kombat or even the Street Fighter money. No. that This also leaked, like, the day before, mm -hmm. or the day of. The trailer was just out there, so people people knew that as well. Um, the next one was Dragon Ball Fighters. They showed the trailer for Janemba. He was lucky enough to be leaked twice by two separate sources. Uh, the last patch... 
they found Janemba in the code, so they were like, oh, we're getting Janemba. And then, like, the day before Evo on the European Nintendo Switch eShop, he was up there. And they were like, oops. Could you buy him? No. It was, like, unavailable for sale, but he was there, mm. so you knew. Uh, so people knew about Janemba, and they had already said that Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Gogeta was going to be in the game, um, and he was there in the trailer. He was fighting Janemba. I don't know any of that. Janemba seems crazy because he can do snapouts without assists and also a mix-up on incoming without an assist all by himself. So I know that everyone is really excited every time the new DLC character in Dragon Ball Fighters is on everyone's team, mm -hmm. but I have a feeling that now everyone's team will be Janemba, GT Goku, and Bardock. Get ready for that shit. Jesus Christ. Everyone has GT Goku. Why is he so good? And fucking Bardock was so good. Did you watch any of it? Yeah, I watched the ending. The top eight? Yeah. Uh, those matches take too fucking long yeah, that's in that game. Opinion. I also think that Dragon Ball Fighters is really boring because there is no combo creativity or diversity. It's mm -hmm. all the same. Like, once they optimize the string, that's it. And so they just do that. And then it becomes more about defense. So, like, right. specifically Sonic Fox versus Goichi was really cool because I don't know how the fuck they block that much, but they get it going. Does it have a lot of defensive tools, or is it just, like, just, offensive? And... It's mostly offensive. I mean, there's just, like, the uh, instant transmission behind people and stuff, so you got to conserve meter. I just, I, I think at a high level, Dragon Ball Fighters is, like, boring as fuck, yeah. so... It was cool at first, and then you're, like, after a couple months, I was like, oh, this yeah. is what this game is. Yeah, it continues to be that, so I don't know how much longer it's going to last. Uh, it, it dropped off the face of the earth in terms of entrant numbers. Like, it was over a thousand less than last year or something. Mm -hmm. It was only a couple hundred this year. So, I don't know. I mean, that there will at least be these two characters, so it's going to go on a little bit longer, I would guess, mm -hmm. but we'll see if that changes the meta or anything, other than that everyone is going to use Janemba now. Oh, Blaze Blue Tag Battle, one of my least favorite fighting games ever, is getting a Season 2. They're adding characters from Senran Kagura Estival Versus, the fighting game famous for being bad, but also where the ladies get mostly naked mm. when they get beaten up. The lady they showed did not get mostly naked when she was beaten up, so... Was the internet upset? I don't know. I didn't look into... I don't know anything about the uh, Senran Kagura fan base. I also don't want to know. Because so, that just seems like something that a very specific audience would get very upset not happening. Yeah, and so they, they showed four characters. Uh, Akutsuki, my favorite character from Undernight and Birth, is in it. But he was in his own fighting game before called Akutsuki Blitz Tank or something. Mm -hmm. Oh no, Akutsuki Blitz Kampf. Willie actually played it, an arcade game. My brother, he played it at Defend the North a lot. Mm -hmm. There is a character in it who is a tank, literally. He is also being added to Blaze Blue Tag Time. Oh yeah, I heard Giant Bomb. Did you listen to the Bombcast? Not this past week, no. Okay, because like, they had like a guy from GameSpot who's like really into anime fighters and he was talking about that and he was talking about the tank and stuff. Yeah, and uh, Blaze Blue Tag Battle also has characters from the Rooster Teeth 
TV show Ruby in it and uh, Parasol from that is in it. So those are the four characters. There are, I think, six others, five Mm -hmm. or six other characters. So there will probably be a few from Senran Kagura left to announce. I just don't like that game or think it's fun to watch. But people really like it. So I'm glad that they get a second season of DLC. This trailer also leaked prior to Evo. So there's... No one can keep a secret in the fighting game community. That's a known fact. It is a known fact. Some of them were kept secret, though. Like this, SNK, they showed the Samurai Showdown trailer, which had... They had already announced all the season pass characters, so they just gave when they were coming out, which months. In September, a free DLC character is coming out for everyone... And then they also announced that there will be a season two, and the first character in that is a character who won their popularity poll, so people will be excited about her. I never played that Samurai Shodown game she's from, so Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you if she's cool or not, but people were excited about that. And then afterwards, Namco came out right after that, and they said... Oh no, sorry. At the end of that, they announced that they were making King of Fighters fifteen. Uh, SNK. So that's cool. It's in development. I'll play another KOF. King of Fighters is sick. I liked 13. I also liked 13 a lot. I also liked 12. I was like one of the five people like 12. I mean, they're big stuff. I also like 98 through 2004. I was going to say 98 and 01 are probably their two big God, 01 is so fucking sick. 98 is everybody, most people's favorites. I, I think I prefer 2001. Um, 13 had the best background. 13 was so sick. Remember the one where it was like... The fat ladies? Yeah, the fat ladies. And then they get all hype at the end? Yeah. As the game went... As the mech rounds went on, like, they got Yeah, they would get crazier. That shit was good. God, at the time, that was probably the best looking fighting game. God. Hand-drawn. So sick. And then they were like, what if we made... What if we made it, like, garbage-ass 3D... Yes. The worst 3D models. 14 looked rough. It played okay. I liked playing it. But looking at it was fucked up. I think just the way it looked, it made it look, feel more stilted than it actually was. I don't know. It felt fine to me. I, I don't. Something just fell off about it. And I think it was just. And I, I hate to be like the graphics snob, but like there was just something about it that just made it look, just feel too stilted to me. I think. Oh. Um. And so yeah, then Namco Bandai got out on stage right after SNK did their thing, and they said, "Hey, there was a leak over the weekend." It wasn't a leak. It's not true. And then it was because Cassandra was listed as a DLC character in the Soul Calibur 6 season pass on PSN. They rolled a fucking Cassandra trailer, <laughs> and I'm over here being like, listen, I already don't care about Soul Calibur 6, but Cassandra's like the lamest pick you possibly could have had. And then they were like, yeah, that's the end of the first season. But there will be a season two, and they showed all these ridiculous new mechanics and shit that will be in season two, and then they said there will be a bunch of characters, and there will be a guest character, mm. and then they ended it, but then it came back, and Hohomaru, the main character of Samurai Showdown, is going to be the guest character in season two of Samurai, or bleh, season two of Soul Calibur VI, mm-hmm. and that is a great crossover right. that is very exciting. It seems like there's more and more crossovers with fighting games. Yeah. Do you think any of them would do a crossover with like Mortal Kombat? But do you I think, hope so. 
But do you think they it's like so violent that they wouldn't want their characters like they wouldn't want like Ryu's head getting chopped no, off? No, yeah, and, like, I his don't know. Spine getting ripped out. I don't know how that will work. Right, but... but then he and then they wouldn't be a good fit in like Injustice. So like, I don't know, man. Uh, there was a Power Rangers mobile game crossover with Street Fighter, so maybe we can get Ryu in Battle for the Grid. Um, he's in Smash. He is in Smash, that's true. Um, and so, yeah, after that, uh, the Tekken reveal, Harada mm-hmm. said on Twitter, we have nothing for you. Uh, but then he lied, as usual. He was wearing a shirt, don't ask me for shit, as usual. And there's a season three of Tekken. They he announced... kept trolling a little too much. Harada trolls a lot. That's his thing. He like would announce something, walk off, walk the stage, off stage, and then come back and, on stage, yeah. and then it, then announce something, and then walk off stage, and then come back and he announce one more thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's like okay, you, you've gone to the wall too many times with this one. I think. Yeah, maybe a little bit. But they announced Zafina, yeah. my maybe my least favorite Tekken character of all time. I was very upset she came back. She was like super generic, so they they tried to make her unique because she was involved with the boss of Tekken Six Azazel. Now she's got a crazy devil hand or some shit. That's okay. I don't care about her. They announced a new character, Leroy Smith, my man. He's a blind karate dude, and in spectacular CG fashion, he beats the shit out of Faye and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Lay and Law. So sick. He's, you know, mm-hmm. he's an African-American blind karate man. Named, and Named Leroy. Smith. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he looks really I'm cool. I'm sorry for laughing. I just... <laughs> They didn't try very hard with that No, name. they didn't, but he's really cool, and I can't wait for him to come out. There also will be a new feature and a new mode and two more characters in the Season 3 of Tekken. Mm-hmm. Uh, people didn't think it was going to go that long, but it is, and so that's cool. The thing... Oh, my God. The thing that fucking did it for me, though, mm-hmm. they... Oh, my God. Arc System Works. The gods of animation and fighting games guilty gear exerd maybe one of the best looking video games of all time when those fucking characters would clash in 2d and then it would spin around in 3d it makes me hot under the collar every time this new guilty gear that they showed in this fucking trailer looks even better than that somehow Mm -hmm. the stage transition the facial animations the animation overall it's actually crazy. I've watched it like a hundred times wow. now. It's fucking awesome. Kai's new look is on point. Soul is looking dope as ever. Why does Guilty Gear look so good? It's criminal. It's criminal how I don't, good it looks. I don't want to sound negative here, but do you think they've been making too many Guilty Gears lately? You did not read what they're doing with this game, did you? I didn't care enough yeah it's not going to be anything like any other guilty gear at all well that's good they are completely rebuilding it like Mm -hmm. from the ground up and the way they're talking about it sounds bizarre right they took all the systems and then we're trying to see what ones they think should still work and which ones they should totally remake 
But the way Daisuke Ishiwatari was talking about it was like they're trying to reinvent fighting games in a really weird way. Hmm. So I think that this game's going to be fucking wild. Do you think it's going to be a while till this comes out? No, I don't. Because it comes out in 2020. And it will be playable in November at some event that I can't remember. Yeah, the reason why I asked about the Guilty Gear is They only made two. They made Exerd and uh, Revelator. Well, no, I mean, like, they made Guilty Gear, Exerd. And, and then that, Revelator. And then it, that was Sign in 2014. That was the original, and then they made Revelator. In 2015, and then they made Exerd 2. They didn't, actually. That was a patch. Okay. But that was, like, a new game. It wasn't. It was a patch. It wasn't, like, a new disc? I mean, they may have issued a new disc, but it was a patch. Okay. If it was a new disc, it only had the two DLC characters. I thought there was, like, a whole new disc. It would have been, like, the DLC pass. Mm. Okay, that's where I was, like... Because, like, you're talking what, like... Because it would have had Biken and uh, Chips <sighs> Butler. Because at that point, it'd be, like, four games and like five years no, only two in like a four-year period i was thinking well no i was thinking sign revelator revelator 2 and then this new one would have been four yeah but i that was on when, when did extra come out 2013 2014 it was 2014 yeah. and then it was 20 2016 then rev 2 was 2017 yeah, but I, that that one was a patch. That, mm-hmm. Okay, so it wasn't that. See, I thought that was a whole, when they called it Rev Two, that made me think it was no, it was two point the patch number. Mm. I guess it was just confusing, and I I I'm not a Guilty Gear fan. If you can't tell, so. I yes, I have noticed this. <laughs> uh, so I I don't know, man. That game's gonna be fucking crazy. Right. And any game that gets me new music by Daisuke Ishiwatari is fine by me. So. God, it looks so sick. It's illegal how good it looks. Um, And then there was one final thing. During the Tekken finals, the Evo people played a joke. Hilarious joke. It was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) Where they had a codec from Metal Gear Solid come up in the stadium. And it basically had Snake saying mm-hmm. to Harada, hey, that was some good-ass Tekken. Mm-hmm. And then it cut off. And so people thought they were teasing Snake mm-hmm. because the guest characters in Tekken have been insane. Like Negan from The Walking Dead, Geese Howard from King of Fighters, Okuma from Street Fighter, right. Noctis from Final Fantasy XV. Like, just weird, right? right? So Snake is not far from the realm of possibility. It could That is a thing. Um... And so they did not somehow intend for anyone to take video of that, or... Did anybody take video? I saw many videos of it. Uh, They didn't think anyone would tweet about it, or that you would be able to hear the sound on the fucking commentator mic. None of that. They thought somehow it was not going to leave the stadium, and it did. Uh, David Hayter saw, and he was very upset, the old voice of Solid Snake. He said, do not use my voice to advertise for anything ever. What the fuck? They didn't ask Namco. They didn't ask anyone. The weird thing is, like, how did they get him to say that was some good-ass Tekken? Unless they had some, like, a David Hayter... It was. the guy. So the guy who does the video sounds like David Hayter. Mm -hmm. So that's why I don't understand why David Hayter was so upset. I think it was that guy Mm -hmm. that was just saying it. I don't know. I that's a bad joke, especially when they know how many crossovers are happening in fighting games, and like Snake is in Smash. 
David Hayter still does the voice for Snake and stuff. Like, there's it's no. It's a weird. Yes. There's no reason for that. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. So that that was just weird mm-hmm. because people kept tweeting about Snake. Right. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because it seemed like they had accidentally started playing a trailer early or something. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Well, and from what I heard, like, because I've heard people who are there, then you had, like, Tasty Steve, who is a very big uh, Metal Gear Solid fan. He was on the mics. He was one of the hype guys. So he was, like, going berserk. Yeah. So, like, from what I understand, that probably didn't help the situation Oh, either. my God. Did you see Steve's reaction to the Guilty Gear trailer? No. It's so fucking good. He, like, almost starts crying. He's so excited. He loses his fucking shit. Is it close to the L.I. Joe reaction to Urian? I don't know if it's that good. Okay. That one always gets me. <laughs> no, but Steve is just holding on to Yipes, and he's like, mm. nah is this it? And he's, he's fucking, he starts jumping mm. so out of it. Oh, my God. He's so out of his brain. Yeah, he's he's very excitable. He loves Guilty Gear, and I'm glad that he's that excited. So, yeah, that's it for Evo. There were a lot of announcements. I mean, if you want to technically consider it, Lord Zed was shown for Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. He looks pretty sick. Mm-hmm. I like Lord Zed as a character. Um, and Percival is in Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, but that wasn't from Evo. That was from the Grand Blue Fantasy Fest. Yeah. So, there's a lot of fighting games happening. Which, I mean, of course. 2020 is going to be fucking jam-packed with fighting games. It seems like a lot of fighting games Guilty the last Gear, few years. Grand Blue. I would assume King of Fighters at the end of the year, but maybe not. Yeah, there's a lot going on. A lot of fighting games. Mm-hmm. DLC for all of these continues into 2020, so we'll see. Uh, The next huge thing, in my opinion, is the Pokemon trailer. That was like... Did you see the Japanese version? No. It's a whole minute longer. What? It it seems like there was like dialogue and they just cut all of that out. Interesting. They didn't translate it yet. They just didn't bother to translate any of it. Yeah. And just went with the easiest. And they're like, what is the easiest way to localize this trailer? And they're like, I know, we'll just cut out a minute. Which the, oh, we got a two minute, they got a three minute. Um. So the Friday before this, I read a leak mm-hmm. on Pokemon Jungle that stated that there would be new Pokemon information on August 7th. And it would announce Galar Forms. There would be a group called Team Yell. They would introduce a character, Marnie. And Bede, that was true. Yeah. That was all true. Some of the stuff they predicted was not true, but that stuff all was. Um, they announced Galar Forms. It was not the Pokemon that were in any of the rumors, but Galar Form Weezing. It is everyone's favorite weird toxic smog ball. Weezing. But now he's a fairy. He's fairy type. Which? He's wearing a top hat, and... It, uh, he's got a weird smoke mustache. Is he going to have any weaknesses? Something. is fairy is weak to something. Steel. But yeah. then it, it poison resists oh, steel. Oh, yeah. Maybe he won't. So he's going to be like that uh, ghost dark Pokemon. Yeah. What, what's his name? Spiritomb. Spiritomb. Yeah. Maybe he won't be good. That's how they'll get around that issue. <laughs> no. He, I... Something... <laughs> 
Because he's always been, like, a decent tank, but he had some, like, gla- Well, I guess that's not true, because, like, uh, gr- like gr- Poison still has some, like, ground. Yeah. So I guess he will still have a couple weaknesses. Because, like, that, I think that's one of the things that's holding him back as being a tank, at least competitively, is, like, a lot of people have Earthquake. Most people have Earthquake. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, it, it would just destroy him, so... Okay, then. Yeah, but uh, anyways, he's like a weird smokestack top hat thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of drawings of people using it as a bong. Oh. So that's awesome. Yeah. You should look up Gallerform Weezing bong drawings. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. So that was weird, and I was like, oh, no. Are they just going to do Gen 1 Pokemon again? Because people thought they were going to do all Gen 2. Right. But then they threw the big curveball. Gen 3, baby. I love Zigzagoon. Mm-hmm. Now there's Gallerform zigzagoon and he looks like he's a member of kiss perhaps a member of the insane clown posse mm-hmm. and then there obviously he evolves into linoon mm-hmm. so that also is cool but yeah. they made a new evolution a third form obstagoon which is i think the most exciting because like yeah because like a lot of those pokemon like they just suck when it's just like the two i love linoon they it need... was not good no it needed another yes. form and now it has that, and it looks cool as fuck. But it's what? Dark and normal? Listen, it has a four times fighting weakness. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> That's what I was just going to point out. It's going to get... You're going to have it in your party. I know. And, and it's going to get... be just like the last seven Pokemon games where every single trainer has a fighting type Pokemon or a fighting type move. I'm still going to use this Pokemon. Right. In the last game, I used Pangoro. Mm-hmm. He was also very weak to that. It's fine. It, we're we're fine. <laughs> I love Obstagoon looks so sick. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. I'm more excited about this next one. More Pekko. because like, this is a new Pokemon. I when they showed it at first, I was like full belly mode. Like, what does that mean? It means that he's not hangry. And then they showed the next screen, and I just burst out laughing when I saw hangry mode. Yeah, so I don't know why they insist on having at least one Pokemon that has modes or form changes each I time. I just think Hangry. Nintendo oh, acknowledging it's Hangry. Fu- it's fucking stupid all around. <laughs> and it looks like a weird little Pikachu clone. But then it turns purple? When it's Hangry. When it's Hangry, it turns purple. Which, do you think that means... Do you have to keep feeding it berries or something? Dude, I don't fucking know what it's gonna. And have. do you think like hangry mode is like more powerful, but then it's like it won't listen to you sometimes? Like I'm kind of that has me completely like I I need to know. I don't know. I I will not use that Pokemon. I can tell you that. Um, but I am gonna use Obstagoon. Uh, yeah, yeah, figure. So those are interesting. Um, T- there. So there's new rivals, mm-hmm. Marnie and Bede. Bed. I don't know how the yeah. fuck you say his name. Anyways, the internet. Already very obsessed with Marnie. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. The She just looks like a weird emo teen. Right. So that's weird. But Team Yell, the bad guys, are basically just big Marnie fans. They carry around towels with her picture on them, and they blow <laughs> like noisemakers to distract people so the whole thing is apparently they want her to be the champ the pokemon league Mm -hmm. champion and so they try to distract or sabotage people who want to fight her i I don't know i do she might not even condone it i mean we didn't see we didn't see any dialogue she's that 
That tells me she's going to be the final champion. I, maybe that other the other dude also could be though. I will have to say I didn't really love Sun and Moon, but that final, uh, the professor being the the final oh that champion, was the greatest thing ever. I did not I did not see. That I know coming. that I, that blew my mind. Yeah. And it was fucking sick. Yeah. Where he's this... my favorite professor in all of Pokemon. So more than Oak. Oh yeah. Wow. So I was very excited about that. See, like I... he's a secret wrestler. I know, but like Oak has like Pokemon Snap. Where yeah, he's he like, also has a cl- he also has a clone. Yeah, but Pokemon Snap. And he like judge your pictures. Yeah, but and he loved your terrible. Professor pictures. Oak didn't ever suplex anyone. That's all I'm saying. He looked at my pictures though, <laughs> and he loved my terrible pictures. God, as long as it was centered, he was way in on all of. The sometimes photos. it wasn't even centered. It was just. <laughs> I think sometimes that formula got a little messed up. And so there was some more information that they. Like, wasn't in the trailer, so I don't know how people got it or got the screenshots. Maybe it was in the Japanese version. I was going to say probably the Japanese there, version. There are Pokemon jobs. They've been saying a lot about this in tweets and things mm-hmm. where Pokemon work in tandem with people to do jobs. Um, but there were screenshots of the PC, which has a Rodom with, like, buff-ass arms on it. That was in the, the Japanese version. Yeah, and it will give you jobs to make your Pokemon stronger. So, like... They'll be looking for a strong Pokemon to move rocks, and you can assign one to that, mm-hmm. and it'll take a certain amount of time, and then they'll come back stronger somehow. I, I don't know how any of that pans out in actual gameplay-wise, mm-hmm. but that's that's a concept. It's a thing that will happen. Do you think that, and then it's just like a better physical attacker type of thing? Um, yeah, probably. I, there, The screenshot had like five or six jobs on it and i that they cycle out over time. i mean but it was all in japanese so it's no the one screenshots i saw were in english oh really so i was like i don't know where these came from okay the jet i saw it must have it must have been in a press release maybe because it was in a weird quotation mm-hmm. thing when i saw it so I, I don't know um i am kind of upset that this game doesn't come out before i go to japan yeah this would be a great because it would be well that one i'd playing it on the plane would be sick yeah. but going to a pokemon center to get oh. the sick new merch oh. like i could get a hangry mode plushie i'd be in there or obstagoon oh god smashing the mic but if i could get an obstagoon plush if i could get well, a galar form wheezing bong you know what i'm saying you're getting I, excited uh, about stuff we know there's going to be some form that you're just gonna fall in love with instantly i i know I already love Obstagoon. I'm very excited about it. So you've already figured out one of your Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I guess two of them. because If they fucking announce a Galar form of Pseudo-Wudo, no question. Mm-hmm. My boy is going to be in the party. I love Pseudo-Wudo. So I hope they end that, that leak is true. I really hope that they just saw that someone leaked the Pokemon they were going to announce and were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. People think they know us? Check this shit out. So... Because all the other information from that leak was dead-on, spot-on true. Mm-hmm. So it was the four Pokemon they announced, the two Galar forms, and then the two Eevee forms that people thought oh, were yeah. going to be leaked. And so that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's like they're just changing trailers up or something. Who knows? Yeah, my fa- I think my favorite uh, 
previous of like the like the specific form was probably the Vulpix. I love that ice Vulpix. Alolan, oh, oh my god, Alolan Ninetales is so oh, dope. Yeah, I fucking love it so much. So yeah, that was. Yeah, I can't wait to see the rest of the Galar forms yeah, yeah. because in some cases they're kind of cooler than new Pokemon because it's a Pokemon you already know and love mm. and you're like, well, now I can love it again. And, and I, it's new and fresh. For, for me, like, Vulpix was alright. I loved Vulpix before. Alolan Vulpix takes it to another oh level. Oh my god. I, in real life, I would have an Alolan Ninetales and I would love it very much. Would you want what a Ninetales or a Vulpix? What if there's a Galar form Snorlax? What if there's a Galar form Snorlax? That's all I'm saying. Growlithe. Don't wait. I'm not even going to pretend. <laughs> because it will hurt me too much when there isn't one. It'll be there a... should have been an Alolan Growlithe. It could... He was robbed. It could have been water. It water. There's yeah. never a water Pokemon I like. If It was just... Squirtle. Okay, How what, whatever. But if it was just Growlithe mm-hmm. and he was blue, that's perfect. Perfect Pokemon. I don't even need it to look different. You could ride it. You could ride it. Damn. I need... I want that. Oh my... What if you could ride it and then, like, on land, and then you can just keep, keep riding Keep going it? into the water? Oh. <laughs> oh. Now we're getting your hopes up. Yeah, and like, I, I'm so excited for Pokemon. November can't come soon enough. Do you but have no. a plan of which one you're going to get? No, I don't care. Because, like, I figured what's going to happen is I'll just get the other one. Yeah, I kept figuring that, too. Mm. Uh, most people that I know who have already pre-ordered it pre-ordered the double pack. So they have both. That doesn't help me. Mm. I don't know which one to pick. I guess maybe I'll wait and see if the specific Pokemon... But then we'll just trade them anyways, because... Right, it's, right. It's so easy to trade them now. And we get together a couple times a week. Yeah, so, so like, it'd be so easy to do. And mm. I know 800 people with a Switch now right. that will also be... So, well, yeah. Yeah, because that's the big thing, is just, like, I need... I hate the Pokemon that you have to trade to evolve. But now, I wonder if these are going to have more differences, because certain gym leaders are only in certain games. Yes. So, maybe it'll be, like, a bigger difference than before. But I, I also don't give a fuck what gym leaders I fight, so no, I... No. Yeah. The next story... Jesus Christ, I feel like we've been talking forever. No, not as long as I thought. Well, actually, because we haven't even talked about the games we yeah, played yeah. yet. This Maybe is we a... won't have a part three. We'll see. We'll see when we get there. But uh, the next news story is bad. Yes. This Very is... bad. Uh, 2,000 people? It was over 2,000 Yeah, the people. ESA, the company that runs E3 and does a bunch of stuff with the ESRB... The ESRB they uh, Their website had a security vulnerability that allowed people to get the personal data of 2,000 games journalists that attended E3. Now, I'm con- a little confused on this. Was it just in Europe and then it got leaked to other places? No. I thought it was just like a specific, like it was like the European website. There was a specific like back-end login thing to the website that people found. I don't know mm. the, the exact specifics of how it happened, but addresses phone personal phone numbers work phone numbers email addresses like mm-hmm. they lists got out there right it was not as big a deal for all the people that it happened to because sometimes it was just a work email or just a work phone right but some people's address personal home addresses were leaked and so they mm-hmm. were being stalked people were calling them at all hours of the day constantly had to get new phone numbers had to move that's uh 
not good. Yes. That's a bad, big no-no. Yes. I, a couple of, like, the YouTubers that I follow, well, it's just one channel, they they were part of this, but I guess it was just their cell phones, and they were just like, if you have my number, please don't call me. I guess if you can text me if you want, but please don't call me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, Patrick Klepik, where his address was leaked. Yeah. And, like, that's, for him, that's scary, but then, like... He has a wife and a child. And a kid. And, like, he also has controversial views in yes. comparison to a lot of people. And he gets out there and is very political. Yes. And that's bad. Yeah. That's really bad. And then Alana Pierce. Because she's, yeah, she's a woman. So, like, that's going to be bad. It's just... It, she was had people stalking her. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she had it bad before. Before already. Mm-hmm. Like, people yeah. were trying to dox her before. Yes. Yeah. It just not... I cannot stress how terrible that seems. Yeah. I there people are trying like, to form a class action lawsuit against the ESA mm-hmm. because they also didn't necessarily <clears throat> say something about it when they knew about it mm-hmm. right away. Yeah, because like that is because shit is fucked up. Because now I'm seeing articles like this could be the final straw for E3. Just another reason to not have E3. And it's just like, God, that's so <gasps> depressing. And like, yeah, I, the, I, I don't even have more to say about it. Like, it just is bad. Yes. <laughs> I, like, there's no... Because, like, if that happened to us, no one would care. Well, yeah, because... No one would care. Fucking, who's going to call me? They're going to be like, oh, you're on episode <laughs> 60 of a podcast I've never listened to? Your boss? <laughs> yeah, you would know my phone number. So, like, I don't know, like... And like, I, I, I guess you do have some fans on YouTube that yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I did have some creepy fans on YouTube, but like, what are the chances that like there's crossover between Eight Chan and your channel? Oh, zero. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so yeah. yeah. Which this is weird. Just to go off a little tangent. This is the second time we've talked about Eight Chan this year. I didn't know this thing existed before. It's not a good website. No. It's bad. Everything, it's very bad. That's, yeah. That's insane. <sighs> and finally... The last one. Jesus, just, Jesus Do you want to just like go through all the shit that's happened with no, Borderlands? No, I don't. There's too much. We don't have enough time in the podcast to go through everything that's happened with Borderlands. Anyways, hashtag <laughs> well, Boycott Borderlands 3 was trending, right? Yes. I did not know why it was trending. Yes. So then I, I I think we probably had the same reaction of like, what's going on here? So then I Google it, and there's this popular YouTube. Well, like semi. He's, he's a Borderlands YouTuber specifically. Yes. Like he gets does a lot of Borderlands. I guess content. he's been doing this for seven years. So, Gearbox did a stream. Of Borderlands 3 where they were showing some new features and they used some screen came up that showed a bunch of Twitch usernames Mm -hmm. and so people before they removed this video went to those channels and they had Borderlands 3 videos on them that showed unreleased content that was not supposed to be seen by Mm -hmm. someone else. This guy 
obviously saw that or reported on people who had seen it is was was my understanding i think when you like because like it seems like he he was like upload it he saw it he was like one of the bigger like borderlands youtubers and i think when you hit that people are going to be messaging you and be like hey you should check this out also he had a discord yeah he would have had people contacting him and so he did a video about Mm it and then within the span of a day or two Mm -hmm. he had private investigators come to his home this is that part's not corroborated so I don't know if that is actually like they were from Take Two. They were representatives. They said that, and he said that, but right. no one can prove that. Well, so, so that's whatever. But yeah. anyways, the, allegedly two private investigators that mm-hmm. were representatives of Take Two, the publisher. Which I do want to mention. This is not the first time they've done that. It is not because they did it In with twenty fifteen uh, with for GTA. Was it GTA? It was GTA. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, he was, like, basically threatened, more Mm -hmm. or less, and they, like, questioned him for an hour or two, Mm -hmm. and he was like, yeah, I didn't do this, I just reported on a a thing. Uh, then, his YouTube channel received seven copyright strikes Mm -hmm. from 2K. Which you have four in a matter of like six months and YouTube shuts you down? Yes, so he disputed all of those claims and six of them were removed immediately. Right. But one was not, so it's still not good to have a strike mm-hmm. on your channel. Yes. Um, well, there was one other thing that happened. It is, Discord was shut down. Yes, Discord, They uh, because Discord can shut down your thing if you are promoting cheats, drugs... Copyright. Copyright, illicit activities, whatever. They use a generic message. And yeah. normally it will say why. Right. If you were reported by a user or if it was a company that reported you, they would not give him the reason that his Discord was shut down. Also, he, he shut down his Twitter. Mm-hmm. There was rumors that like they did that. He shut yeah. that down. And ultimately, he has basically shut down his YouTube. Where he's just like, I'm not going to stream anymore. Which is like... I have to imagine, even if he... Oh my, this is just a mess. Because as there's been so many things going on with this game. Yeah. And this is just another... It's not... Like, I just don't... See, like, we were just talking about this Sunday, and I said, like, for whatever reason, I'm not excited about this game. And I think this is it. Like, it just seems like it's one thing after another with this this game but what drives me insane about it is all of this terrible shit is happening Mm -hmm. it's not gonna be special it's not gonna be a special game it's just gonna fucking be borderlands 2.5 you know what i mean like it's gonna have new characters Mm -hmm. and more content that's it it's not it's not gonna be some revolutionary groundbreaking insane like it's gonna sell a billion copies don't get me wrong because borderlands is a popular franchise i enjoy borderlands right but yeah, I mean, it's like, not it's not some revolutionary thing like oh they leaked the guns <laughs> like yeah dog what yeah this, this is your game is all about guns and like you're not announcing these groundbreaking features who fucking cares this is not the last of us the final like part of the like story Cap- Cap- gets Cap- leaked Capcom didn't fucking sue Valve because they accidentally leaked the Street Fighter Five mm-hmm. DLC character trailer like, what the fuck are you talking about you're threatening this YouTuber see I think that's the big difference is. Like, they went after him knowing it's just one guy and they can maybe scare him into saying something he shouldn't. 
and then like they got him. I think that's because like they would never pull this with like Giant Bomb or a major news outlet that reported on this kind of thing. Well, because they would get blown up immediately. Yeah. Well, I, well they would just get told. They would get told by the legal to get out, fuck go off. away. Yeah. Where it's just one guy, and they they know they could scare him into whatever. And what ultimately it's done is it's ruined. Like, this guy was, like, basically a hype machine. I'd never heard of him before. Yeah. But he was doing Borderland 3 videos, like, every couple days. He was a hype machine. And this had, like, over 100,000 subscribers. He was probably good for them. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I do not understand the business decisions 2K is and making. This is going to sound bad. But that's the kind of shit that Japanese game companies do. Because they mm-hmm. don't fully understand how good it is to have people streaming your game. Yes, they Like when that. fucking Atlas said yeah. that you can't stream Persona 5 after like the first two in-game months or something. And it's like, what the fuck good does that do mm-hmm. anybody? Why do you even care? The game's been out in Japan for over six months. Like, mm-hmm. it's not... What? Right. And or like Sega was issuing all kinds of takedown notices on Yakuza videos and stuff. It just or Nintendo, <laughs> where do they still take a percentage? They do, yeah. Or the I remember something about how that changed recently, so maybe they don't now. I I don't know. Nintendo has always been notoriously terrible about that. Yes. They tried to block Melee from Evo one year. Well, I'm just thinking specifically, like there were a lot of like youtubers that wouldn't even do anything with nintendo. with nintendo because they wouldn't get monetized yes yeah and stuff stuff like that happens and this is not a mm. japanese company no and i just don't i don't get it no and and when you make the mistake and leak this stuff and then you try to blame someone else and i don't know it seems like it was a mess. All I know is if two people in suits came to my door and said they were from a video game company, I would say, all right, <laughs> slam the door. Because, what? <laughs> what are you going to do, burn down my house? Like, I don't... Uh... See, I don't know if they were, like, threatening to take it further. I, I... I would be like, let's go talk to a lawyer, homeboys, because <laughs> I don't think that that matters. Which apparently he did consult like yeah. a lawyer when he made that final YouTube video. Mm-hmm. I don't. Did you watch the video? No, I did not. I did. And it, it was very sad because like he's just like I don't even know if I want to play Borderlands three now. Which it's like good job guys. You just like completely killed someone who was playing Borderlands two. What like seven years later or whatever? <laughs> yeah, man. That. It's out of control. I just don't. It's sad. Yeah. But let's get into some uh, happier stuff. With... Yeah, we've been playing video games. Oh, I played a lot of video games. I played one. And, and it was dope as fuck. I bet you if you took the five games that I played, you still played more of just like <laughs> your one game. It's probably true. <laughs> So, yes, I played five games. I played uh, Warhammer Chaos Bane. Is that the one that's, that's like Diablo? Yes. Okay. Is it, it is. cool? Mm, no. It's okay. Okay. It's... I remember people, when it was about to come out, mm-hmm. being excited about it. Mm-hmm. It was a bad time to play it, because I just got off uh, Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. 
But as where I think even Ultimate Alliance has a lot more variety. Whoa. This you only have four characters. Mm-hmm. And then it's split into four acts. Uh, <clears throat> and then like in each act there's like ten to fifteen missions. Mm-hmm. By like the second or third mission you've seen everything like each area has to offer. And then you just have like nine more missions in that area of just doing the exact same thing, running basically the same map. That's the shit I get get into. And then, Fancy Star Online, baby. And then you move to Act 2 and the same thing. It's a little variety at first, and then it's the same. Mm-hmm. But then you get to Act 4, and it's the same as Act 1. Hell yeah. And ultimately, it was about 10 hours to beat the whole thing, and the whole point is to like replay the game. Yeah. But because they, keep, they just like reuse the assets so much, I can't imagine anybody wanting to play that more than you are incorrect because that's the same thing that diablo is Uh, yeah i guess and people play those seasons over and over and Uh, over and over and over and over i can't do that i can sounds like my type of shit Mm. but i will not play it i mean there was it was very much where uh there's the four different characters and you got a lot of loot I do like a lot of loot. Oh, you get a lot of loot. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just don't... I never got into the Warhammer universe, so, like, I don't usually try any of the 750 Warhammer Mm -hmm. games that come out every year. Mm -hmm. People like them, though. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, like, I think co-op this game would probably be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, I just kind of... Was able to put on a podcast and just turn my brain off, which is never a terrible thing. It's nice to do every once in a while. No, yeah. I it's agree. just terrible timing when you come off a Diablo clone. And you go to another a Diablo, Diablo clone. clone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I would say, uh, yeah, I would say Ultimate Alliance had a little more variety in its stuff. Okay. Also, That's like, true. that one had, like, teams and you could switch it up as well. This one, it, it was four characters, but. Unless you had, like, other people, you only were by yourself. Oh, I gotcha. So, uh, the next one I played was Wolfenstein The Old Blood. Uh-huh. This is the... Like a standalone DLC... For after the... Adventure. F- after the first one, the new... Colossus. The New Order. It's <sighs> the New Order and then the New Colossus. It, but before... But between, it was The Old Blood... <clears throat> this was weird because it was it's really kind of split into two different games. Okay. <clears throat> the first half is very stealth based. You kind of want to sneak around corridors and just kind of stealthily take out enemies. And then the second half it gets weird like Uncharted gets weird where it gets like supernatural and shit. Yes, there were like zombies. Dude, there was so the older Wolfenstein game that Raven worked on. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cult Nazi shit in yeah. that game. It gets really weird. Yeah, and it, this was like that, but like it's not explained at all why there are zombies. There are just zombies, and the final boss is like a really weird, gigantic zombie that they don't explain. Okay, but like the story still like, even though like the gameplay very ch- much changes, the story does kind of move along and it's pretty much like the same like characters throughout the whole thing hmm. it, it was all right i mean it's a short six maybe six hour thing so the first three hours are all much more stealth based and then the 
which is it was actually really good stealth. I will have to say, I not a big stealth guy as I know you're not either. No, I'm not. So I appreciate when they actually do make like a decent stealth game, and then the second half just got like weirdly action based where. You could not stealth with zombies. That's weird, because, like, the Wolfenstein... The two recent Wolfenstein games also weren't really stealth-based. Yeah, the first one was. Oh, really? Yeah. It, you Wasn't, could, isn't that the one where there's, like, weird challenges to, like, do weird shit? Like, you try to unlock the... You do the challenges, like, shoot 12 people in the head or whatever, and then you would get currency or something? Oh, uh, well, no, that's how you get experience. Right? Oh, that's yeah, how yeah, you yeah, level yeah. up level your up. weapon. Yeah, yeah. Which, that's been, like, uh, throughout. So, like, but, like, the first one was good because, like, you could either do stealth or you could play action. Mm. It had that variety of whatever you want to play. This one, it was... It depended on where you were in the game. Mm -hmm. And then the new Colossus was known for being bad stealth. Okay. And that was a very big complaint was the first one had much better stealth mechanics interesting um so you also played the new wolfenstein game i am playing wolfenstein that. the new I have not. blood or no young blood i keep i wrote down oh the new blood. god I they, why are okay yeah they're the names are bad yes they're bad all of the recent one they're bad names because i never know what one anyone is talking about that's where like i wrote it so, down okay but wait hang on the first one when they rebooted wolfenstein is called wolfenstein the new order yes and then the dlc standalone thing that we just talked about is called the old blood yes and then it is the new colossus it yes. was the sequel yes and then the DLC that just came out is Youngblood. I Are wrote, you sure? Yes. I, I, I <laughs> wrote down both. That looks correct. The yes. new blood sounds correct. It's Youngblood. What the fuck? Okay. It, it, it just it makes sense with the way they've been naming things to call it the new blood. But it is 100% uh, okay. Youngblood. I mean, I believe you. You played it. Not <laughs> me. <laughs> right. Sure. How is it? What are you playing it on? Console? A PS4. Okay. The Switch version looks like trash. Well, I wasn't definitely not going to play it on there. Well, I'm just asking, because it looked like shit. Oh, Does it, it yes. run... Like, is it good on the PS4? It's fine. Is it good? Mm. Okay. Okay, so, me... so, so, like, I didn't play the other ones, right? I yes, didn't play yes. these Wolfenstein reboots. I watched someone play this new one for a while. Right. And it just looks... Generic? Generic and, like, boring. Like, you have the... So they're twin sisters. BJ yes. Blazkowicz has two daughters. Mm -hmm. And they go to France, France to rescue they're the, him. They're in the catacombs. Yeah, so, so like, he was kidnapped or he was lost on a mission. Something. I don't think... I See, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. He's just gone, and so they go to look right. for him. And the only thing I know is, like, you... They want you to play it co-op, and mean, you yes. do, like, weird hand gestures to each other to get buffs or something. Mm -hmm. And, like, that looks cool, but the RPG elements of it look weird. Like, the enemies have levels, and they can out-level you, so yes. then they're, like, really weird and bullet-spongy. Okay, the best way I can describe this game is, um, imagine you're playing Uncharted. Or at least, imagine they made, like, an Uncharted DLC. Okay, I can imagine this. They took out 80% of the story, and then they added RPG elements. And how would you feel about that game? I do like RPG elements. 
but I would probably feel overall pretty <laughs> negative about the experience. That's how I feel about this game. Okay. It, it's just like, I'm here for the story. There are better shooters. Yeah. And, like, the shooting is just, like, they're trying to make it deeper with, like, where you need to switch weapons depending on the armor. Because I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Where, like, just, certain weapons do more damage towards, like, certain enemies. So you want to be constantly switching weapons. No. No, that's... No. Ex- exactly. This is... No. So that's weird. And also, like... I'm not a huge fan of the girls. Okay. I think their dialogue is pretty cringy. Okay. Uh, and I don't really understand the tone they're going for. And I know that's been like Wolfenstein all along. Is it's got like a weird tone where it's like goofy, but then also very serious at the same time. Uh huh. But this one, like the girls in the very first mission, the very first thing you do is like the first person you kill. They the one throws up, yes, and then they laugh like really hard, and you're like, "This is weird." I've heard of scenes from the new Colossus, and that also seems pretty weird. But it it all felt tonally where this just like the best way I can describe this is they're probably like nineteen twenty years old, Mm -hmm. but they act like they're twelve. Okay, and that can get grading on me personally yeah because it's like you guys are a little too immature here yeah i don't know but the ai is decent like when you go down like they will get you back up cool Uh, yeah i've seen very few positive things about this it's just disappointing because as i said like if you're when you're going for an uncharted game you're going there for the story you're playing a wolfenstein game you're playing it for the story and this just like it has a has a setup and then like after that there's just nothing. So the thing I think is bizarre about this in particular is universally everything I've seen seems to suggest that it's not great. Right. Right? So internally they probably knew that. But they sent the Switch version to almost every outlet to try to be like check it out this runs on the switch and that version is worse right. like especially technically mm-hmm. what why would they do that that is i a... watched a stream of it no mm-hmm. shit where they lost to a boss and it replayed the origin like the beginning cutscene when they died and then when that cutscene was over they were fighting that same boss again like that's the kind of fucked up it was mm-hmm. And it just, it looks bad, obviously, because it's a modern game being dumbed down for the Switch, which cannot run that kind of thing. I just don't see how, if they knew that it wasn't going to be received particularly well, why they would try to be like, yeah, but you can, like, play it on the go, check out the Switch version. See, my big theory with this game, because it is so different, is they know Wolfenstein is coming to an end. Yeah. So they're theory crafting and testing some stuff for, like their next thing and like maybe they're like considering like a new ip so they wanted to try like rpg but i just don't think it works for i don't know yeah it seems really weird it's just another game 
by Bethesda, even though it is not really Bethesda, but yeah. it's published, that ends up being disappointing. Bethesda's having a rough go lately. They're having a rough time. Because they had Rage 2. They had this. Whatever this Wolfenstein game is called. Uh, Fallout 76 wasn't yeah, that long ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're not having a good time. But Doom will bring them out of their funk. Yeah. Ho- hopefully. If Doom is fucked, I'm just going to cry. Be, Doom won't be fucked. I'll, I'll Doom cry. will be great. <laughs> I have faith. Mm-hmm. Doom Eternal looks sick. Yes. Uh, you also played Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, just the the campaign. Well, yeah. And I had a fantastic time with it. Yeah, we had talked about that a few months ago when I played yes. it. And it, yeah, it's a fun story. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's one. Dope. I, I I would compare it to like the Call of Duty where it's yeah, just, it's a just fun like a, a fun blockbuster summer blockbuster movie mm-hmm. action shit. It's weird. Just don't don't put too much thought into oh, it. Oh, I put a lot of thought into it because I feel like you're gonna ruin it by overthinking like all the time mechanics. No, and but stuff. see that that's why I like it, and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter, right? Because I. I, I went over this because it, it came out right around the same time as Avengers Endgame. Yes. And the spoilers, in case somehow by now you haven't seen Endgame if you wanted to see it, the time travel stuff in that, they like try to over-explain it right. to the point where it's impossible not to notice the inconsistencies. In Mortal Kombat, they're just like, whatever, he's fucking coming through um, a magic portal, mm-hmm. they're over here, they both exist at the same time, these two people are the same, they're giving each other high fives, who fucking cares? And, like, that's just the attitude they take with the time travel. Yeah, yeah. They don't call attention to be like, hey... No, they do not... figure out the quantum theory behind the... Like, it just is dumb as fuck. It does... They do not take it seriously. They do not care. Which I think is funny because there are parts of Mortal Kombat's lore that they take deathly seriously. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. Watching... Or, you know, playing it or watching it. Because, like, it is... Pr- like what six hours and i would guess five hours of it is just cutscenes. yeah it's not long at all so like if you do if you if you're not good at fighting games i would still recommend getting this and just like or like getting it on sale at some point yeah putting it on like the easiest and then just like basically watching a movie it is definitely fun enough to do that but it it made me think like how weird would it be like to be in Cassie Cage's shoes when your mom is like standing right next to you, but she's only like a year or two older than you? That would just but the same day that you watched your, your mom, mom die, die? Yeah. yeah, yeah, shit's fucked up. Or the fact that your dad is there, mm-hmm. but also <laughs> your younger dad is yeah. there, and he's the biggest douchebag in the world. Yeah, that's got to be rough. And where now your dad is like a decent guy, I guess. It's but yeah. Johnny Cage's character arc over the course of Mortal Kombat is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just imagine like standing next to your mom and she's like thirty one. That would just break your brain, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. That'd not that'd be very weird. <laughs> you would not be able to handle that. No, so I don't know. But yeah, it's just weird and I I loved most of it. Yeah. It was a it was a good it was a good few hours to spend yes. for sure. Yes. And then when I tried to see if I could do well with Jade, that's where I fell off because I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I just don't. God, I wish I liked the way Mortal Kombat played. I thought about it, but I was like, "You have to commit. 
You cannot half-ass it? No, and I don't want to commit to a fighting system that I don't like the feel of. See, I don't mind it. It's just one of those things where it's like, I gotta learn this character in and out. I gotta learn all the other characters. I gotta learn what is unsafe and how to punish it. And just like, I don't want to spend the rest of my life doing that see i want to spend the rest of my life doing that in a fighting game i just want i have to like it right and it has to hook me or Mm -hmm. i have to at least be able to get good at it whereas most of the time i just am physically not capable my hands don't work that way and my brain doesn't work that way so it's a bummer i played fire emblem three houses i'm continuing to play it Mm -hmm. i am like 40 some hours into this boy so halfway no i'm almost done okay yeah it is about 50 hours isn't it yeah i there's five chapters left even though i thought there were only four because when i looked it up the internet told me there was 21 chapters Mm -hmm. surprise there's 22 uh, I'm on chapter 18, even though for the longest time I thought I was on 19. Uh, it is great. Right. The last major Fire Emblem game was a remake of Fire Emblem 2, which I did not play. It's Fire Emblem Echoes. I did not play it, but by all accounts it was pretty good. Because the one before that, the last new one... Mm. Fire Emblem Fates that they split into two fucking three, three fucking games, yeah. two actual games, and then a third weird one that you couldn't get if you weren't special. I that, that shit was stupid. I hated that game. I actively disliked every fucking moment of it. Uh, you're not alone in that. No, mo- a lot of people didn't. So this is this is where I feel like Fire Emblem fans diverged. Fire Emblem Awakening, the first one for the DS, was. Uh, God, Intelligent Systems is the the stu- Nintendo studio that makes it. They were basically told with Awakening, this is the last Fire Emblem game. It doesn't sell very well in the U.S. It's not selling as well as it used to in Japan. It's been around since the Super Nintendo days. Mm-hmm. This is your last shot at doing it. So they fucking threw every unique system from all the games into Awakening. And... That shit sold like a wildfire. And I really liked that game. It was translated not by Nintendo Treehouse, but by 8-4. Okay. And I love 8-4. I listen to their podcast. They do a good job. I was going to say, I think they're probably like some of the best. Yeah, they do a great job localizing. And so I love that game. I loved all those characters. I thought the concept of pairing characters together and then their children also Mm. being able to fight later on was super dope. The tactics were fun. The support conversations were very good. And they threw everything they had into it. And it made a fuckload of money. So Nintendo was like, just kidding, everyone. You can keep going. Mm -hmm. And so then to try to maximize profits, they split the next one into three fucking games. And the Nintendo Treehouse did that one. I didn't think any of the characters were interesting. Fire Emblem games have deep lore, like, to the world. Like, it feels like a lived-in world. Right. For fucking Fire Emblem Fates, the entire planet is one kingdom right next to another kingdom. With, like, no outside influence, and it just is bad. Is it... Are all the Fire Emblem games, like, connected in the world? No. Or are they, like, all different worlds? They're all different worlds, basically. 
So the, some of so I can't say that for certain. Some of them might just be different continents. I'm not positive. That's what I'm wondering if it, uh, is. it could at least the first few. Uh, there are a couple that are connected for sure, but I don't know that any of the newer ones are. Um, but Fade sucked. I, mm. I didn't like anything about it because the thing that a lot of people latched onto from Awakening was the people getting married and then having a kid, and so it became like a bad anime dating sim almost and fates took that to the thousandth degree where it was like who's got the best anime titties and these characters have no personality and are boring as fuck and you can pet their face but they had anime titties yeah man so anyways i i didn't like those and the strategy was not my favorite i just Mm. didn't like the way a lot of it worked and then they made the remake of the second Fire Emblem game, which by all accounts is great, but I had just been like, I can't right now. Was that on the 3DS as That well? was still on the 3DS. So this is the first one on the Switch, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I said, this is it, man. This is my last Fire Emblem shot. If this one I don't like, I'm not going to play this franchise anymore. And fucking all the stupid reviews came out, and it's getting like... You were hoping it I wanted bad. it to be bad, you... and I did not get my wish, because this game is sick as fuck, Matt. I love every moment of it. And my favorite part is, I've been saying, you're gonna have to play it multiple times, and you're gonna... You're, and you're like, no. No, 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 I can only play this once. And then you came over to my house Sunday, and you're like, I'm gonna have to play it again. I think I'm gonna have to play it again! <laughs> I don't want to play it again now, but I think I have to play it again now. So I'm 40 hours in. I'm almost done. There are three houses. Each one has a different story. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's the Black Eagles, which everybody loves. They're wrong. It's fine. I don't think the Black Eagles are that great. Just because the leader of their house is a lady, it doesn't, doesn't... I don't care. All right? Then there's the Blue Lions. It seems like they get picked the least. I think that they probably have the most interesting story Mm. i'm not going to spoil what happens if somehow you miraculously manage to not ever watch a trailer for this game and don't know what happens in the second half good on you keep keep doing what you're doing but i think in the second half of the game the blue lions probably have the most interesting story overall Mm. because you at least learn like i know what happens in the black eagles right because i am essentially in direct conflict with that house now blue lions they just like glaze over everything and they're like i don't know they're over there doing their whatever the fuck that part seems really cool so i want to see what that is i picked golden deer my boy claude he was an archer archers are always disgustingly good in fire emblem so i was like the main guys in archer mm-hmm. we're fucking in there and i do love claude and I like how weird and diverse the characters are. In the other two houses, they're mostly like... Old kingdoms, right? Yeah, like old kingdoms and they're like noble people. Right. Some of the people in Golden Deer are just like, yeah, I'm like a villager that decided yeah. I want to be a knight. And so I came to night school. Right, that yours seems like it's just like a compilation of a lot. It's of a bunch of different, villages. like weird, smaller, like lords and stuff. Right, and boy, some of the characters are insufferable. Like Lawrence, no one likes Lawrence. Uh, actually, now I do, but yeah. that's because he does a weird turnaround. He's not that bad of a guy, but in the beginning. Fire Emblem, when units get near each other in battle, they have support conversations. And in every past Fire Emblem game, it's like, oh, we're friends now, or we're having this fun experience. 
for the first half of this game, every fucking support conversation is two people talking about how they can't stand each other and wish the other person would die. Mm. And so the ones with Lorenz are especially bad because he's like, I'm a rich noble guy. You're a lowly commoner and you're not as good as me. And then it's basically just the other person telling him to get fucked every support conversation <laughs> and it's like ah yes we're b-rank friends mm-hmm. now because i told you to shove a stick up your ass no you haven't really gotten into the structure of the game so it is it is a turn-based tactics game with, first and foremost with persona with elements. persona-esque elements right. so yes that's where this one takes it to the next level for me y- yes because i like persona yes I like going through, for some reason, simulating real life to me is the dopest shit in the world. And I don't know what it is, but instead of Persona where you go day by day, this goes week by week. So you can only do actions at the end of every week. Oh, that because like I, I like you fight like once a month, right? Or you can... So you, at the end of every month, that's when, like, the main mission is. So you'll always have to fight at the end of the month. But you can fight at the end of each week. You choose. See, that's, like, I heard that and I was like, Jesus Christ. You fight once every, like, 30 days? That would be painful. So, like, no. Like, the week just goes right by. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of the week, you get to choose to... So they're at a school and you're a professor... And you get to choose what to rank up, mm-hmm. or you can have the game do it automatically. But that's basically just bars count up. It skips to the end of the week. You choose to explore the monastery, where you can talk to people, harvest a bunch of shit, or mm-hmm. walk around the monastery. Uh, I have to ask. Yeah. Bef- um, I've heard great things about the tea parties. Tea parties are lit. I'll get there. Okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, exploring the monastery, you can get training with people you get a certain amount of points to spend when you're walking around the monastery Mm -hmm. so you can train with people uh give them gifts to make them have a higher support level with you because if you have a higher support with someone and you're standing next to them you get higher stats Mm -hmm. whatever um you can like fish which is a bad weird rhythm game thing that i don't like but that's in every it is in every japanese game i don't know what the hell they have with fishing that i I just don't like it are you gonna have to are you gonna fish when you go over there just to see what it's all about i doubt it i do not (laughs) think i will be fishing when i go to japan you can't say for sure though um yeah there's a whole bunch of stuff you can do but one of the things to try to get the people like you more is have tea parties they're fucking bizarre. Yeah, that's why, So, yeah. in, in the previous two games, they had a weird system where, like, you would give them a gift, and then you could, like, pet them with the stylus, which was creepy as fuck. You yeah, could, like, yeah. stroke their... Did they play Pokemon, and they're like, this was popular Pokemon? Yeah, I don't know, man. But it was really fucking creepy. And in this, you so you do the same thing, but it's a tea party, right? So you pick the tea you want at a rank, mm. and then they're like, oh, yeah, I love tea. And, like... There are three chances to, like, talk to them. And so mm-hmm. they're represented by a circle. And they'll say, oh, I'll push A to talk. And it'll give you three options of conversations. And they're all just fucking random. Like, the last one I did was talk about guard duty times, sweets, or... I don't fucking know, yourself. And... 
it seems totally arbitrary and random which ones they will like, but if you get all three correct and you like that, it'll open up a fourth one where they'll say something and then you can react to that. So you mm-hmm. like laugh, admonish, or stay silent or something are usually the options. And if you get that right, then you get a stat boost and they like you even more. But if you do get that the last one correct, then you can like zoom in on them really close mm-hmm. and like tilt the camera shit is weird that's where i like i heard like then you just like observe them then you can observe them it, you can you get the option to observe them mm-hmm. get a gift or something else but when you're observing them like you i did it the first time because i was like what the fuck right because usually i fail the tea parties because they make no sense mm-hmm. so you just like tilt to the side and then they go oh yes <laughs> or just like weird random sounds. Are is it voice acted? It is. So the whole thing is voice acted. Is it in English or is it Japanese? It is in English. And how is the how is the? It's voice pretty acting? good actually. Oh, well. for the characters I have seen. I mean, I didn't necessarily actually. You do get voice dialogue from all the characters. So, um, you start with the characters in your house, and you can recruit the other ones if you have a high enough like stat that they want they all have a certain stat they want i only recruited one guy outside my house and then i couldn't anymore uh i think i would have been overwhelmed if i had more than that is it common for fire emblem to be voice acted not fully at all like the last few games they didn't even really voice act any lines it was just them being like oh ah." well the reason i ask you is like is this the first time that Nintendo has fully voice acted a game? Uh, maybe there are still some like text only things, but like very rarely. Well, I'm I trying mean, to like Xenoblade. Yeah. Is that a Nintendo published? Yeah, Xenoblade. I, they own Monolith. Okay. So Xenoblade know. Chronicles Two was mostly voice acted. There was still mm-hmm. a lot of just like random text dialogue that was. Because mm. I asked, because I've never played a Nintendo game. With, like, voice acting. Uh, WarioWare Gold. Wario speaks full sentences. Mm. I don't like that. Yeah, that's... Uh, I'll show you some of the cinematics. They're <laughs> fucking wild. Uh, that, also, the total sum of all the dialogue in that game would be, like, four minutes. Right. But still fully voice acted. Uh, yeah, it might be the first, like, fully voice acted bigger game yeah because i mean mario doesn't fucking talk link doesn't right, talk yeah, yeah. samus doesn't talk it might be i don't know i'll have to ch- i wonder well i mean like i guess zelda breath of the wild and those cutscenes, like <sighs> those voice actors are what i would refer to as not good no but there was voice acting Hang on. i guess i don't know so i mean that's why i wanted to know because like as i said i have never really played a nintendo game where voice acting was a thing so it's just for me as an outsider it just sounds very bizarre but like, it is it, I is, guess. it is weird i i do like it though and mm-hmm. it's good voice acting yeah I mean, um, like if it's well done then good for them so yeah the main thing that's not even the real gameplay of fire emblem though it's, it's a turn-based strategy game yes. you move people on a grid there's the weapon triangle where i don't even remember it anymore because they don't surface it in the game it's like axes swords and spears they beat each other in a circle like you couldn't pay me to tell you because i don't remember and it doesn't not matter that much. it does because like certain things are way better against certain things or you'll get counterattacked much harder mm-hmm. they used to surface it like all the time on every screen now they don't they mm-hmm. just expect you to look at the numbers and know 
So, yeah, I don't know. You'll move someone up to someone else. You choose to attack with whatever weapon. The weapons have durability. If they break, you can repair them after battle. Uh, it's very much just a turn-based strategy game. I thought I saw something about how it, it the game kind of tells you what the enemies are going to do. Or am I completely off base with that? So, I mean... Not necessarily. I mean, it'll tell you when they're going to attack you back or how much damage they could do to you. Okay. But they, it's always done that. Uh, also, you can show how far they can move mm-hmm. and what their attack range is. You could also do that right. in most of them. Uh, so, so it's just like a, your standard, hey, this is a turn-based strategy RPG. The main difference is... Each character can have a battalion with them now, and the battalions level up from one to five, and they just give you kind of like a weird stat boost. Mm-hmm. So like most of the ones I have give you more avoidance, so like you're they're more likely to dodge. Um, and they each have a special power called a gambit that you can use to stun enemies. The where that mechanic really comes into play is sometimes you fight giant monsters that have multiple health bars, mm-hmm. and you have to use a gambit to stun them before you can do a lot of damage to them, or they, when they're stunned they can't counterattack. So mm-hmm. usually the giant monsters counterattack with a fuckload of damage. Uh, I I really like it though. It is like it is a good Fire Emblem game because I I think it, it is a weird Breath of the Wild moment where all fans of Fire Emblem come together. Mm. People who are in it for weird anime dating, they get what they need with the tea parties. With the tea parties and like 800 characters to try to romance or do whatever say, the fuck you want to do. Also, I I don't think this is a spoiler, but there's a time skip. Like yeah. I, they made that like very clear before the game. Yeah. Came out. I was the reason why I say that is cuz like I was on a I was on like a forum and someone said something about the time skip and then people were like spoilers and it's like I'm pretty sure they talked it about was, I mean it was in one of the trailers directly. Yes. I don't think they should have ever said that, but mm. I mean they did. So it, they spoiled it, it. Yeah. But like so you're a teacher but then like after that time skip you can like date some of your students, right? They so in the beginning of they, the like, game you are them. the same age as them. Oh. It doesn't make any sense. They just like randomly meet you and are like you're a professor now and you're like okay and you're like the same age as your students through circumstances that I can't quite explain right. after the time skip you are the same age and they are older. Oh. <laughs> look man okay. i don't know that, but you can works. also flirt with the old professors like there's this one who is showing the most cleavage ever her name is manuela and she used to sing in the opera and like she hits on everybody mm-hmm. but also you as another professor is really weird um but the so the anime dating aspect mm. that's why i think this game is better is it doesn't matter at all right like you're not pairing the units together to have them have children to fight for you later it's like before the last battle you choose which person to quote unquote romance if you had made the social links that high mm-hmm. and then there's just a dumb scene i presume so, so you don't get does, any buffs or anything from you, it? You get buffs for having them that high, but you can't... Normally in Fire Emblem, you can get each character to S rank with another character. Only right. one character. That, you can't have that happen until when the stat buff doesn't mm. exist. So that's why... Like, so there is a reason to, like, gameplay-wise, to pair people up. Yes. 
And so, yeah, then they get yeah. higher attack when they're next to that person. Um, and, like, do you do that just by sending them off on missions together? Or yeah, so like... there are, you can have, like, there are events that will make them closer together. You can give them gifts to make them closer to you. Right. That's... But then also, if they end turns near each other, if they attack while they're near that person, or if they receive help when they're using a gambit or something, it will also increase that. Yeah, the, uh, the reason why I ask is uh, XCOM did that yeah. in their new expansion where, like, it wasn't, like, a romancing thing. Yeah, but, like, yeah. there was, like, a bonding if you had the same two people going Yeah, so, I mean, missions. that's that's taken from Fire Emblem. Like, they've yes, had that yes. forever, so. that's And I wanted to kind of, like, yeah, that's it, my frame of reference. Yeah, and it is just like that. And mm. it, it's, I don't know, it's cool. Yeah. It's just you get weird conversations about how they're going shopping for rice together or whatever the fuck happens. It, it totally depends on the two characters. Mm. And there are just... There are too many characters. So normally in Fire Emblem, you just, like, start with a set amount of people. And then as you go, you recruit people. Or you'll see someone in battle and you have to talk to them with a specific character to get them. This is just, like, you start with all the characters of your house. And then you can recruit the other ones if you meet those requirements. Mm-hmm. But you can never usually have more than 12 people That's what I, I in your party question. at a time. And so, like, I have way more than 12 people. So if I had actually recruited the, anyone from the rest of the houses, I would never use them. Or, like, it wouldn't be worth it. I, I assume they have that for in case because there is a permadeath mechanic there is permadeath you don't have to have that on yes. anymore but like if you run out of characters like you would need to be able to recruit more i would assume so that yeah so that's probably why but there's there. a certain point where you can't recruit anymore mm. so have you pretty much just you use the same 12 characters yeah so like there's not 12 characters in your house to start with mm-hmm. including you i believe there is nine okay uh, and then you get another character, but I think that might only be with my house. I don't know that you get them with the other two. And then I have some of the teachers as well. So, like, I have way more people than I can use. Right. Um, but I mainly... I Everyone from Golden Deer is in my party at all times. Everyone from the main house. I've yeah. always had the whole game. So That's how you and I are very similar, where we find a team and we pretty much... Oh, yeah. But team. that's what I always think is weird about Fire Emblem, is like, unless the character I got late in the game is the most broken fucking dude right. on the planet, I'm not switching it. Mm-hmm. One of the other major ways this differs from Fire Emblem is usually characters come as a specific class, like, oh, this person's an archer, or this person is a heavy knight, and then when you they get to a certain level, you can promote them, but only to the mm-hmm. same thing. You can make anybody anything in this game. But they still have their strengths. And yeah, so like... they still have strengths, but then they also have weaknesses that mm. if you buff them up, they, like, excel at that. Mm. So some of them have that, and then it's like, whoa, well, now they're better at this. So anyone can be anything. Okay. Uh, if you want that, right. I generally tended to stick with what their strengths were, because right. usually they give you, like, one or two of each type of unit. Uh, but it, it almost makes it feel like the classes matter less in this one just because anyone can be anything. Right. It's not special that this person is a swords master, which is usually my favorite class. Like anyone can, can do that. Um, I, I don't know. It's just a very good strategy game. Mm-hmm. It is very good 
weird anime slice of life thing. And so when those two things converge, I right. think it just, they mesh together pretty well. Now, here's the question. Yeah. Do you think I would like this? I don't know. It might be too slow. So that's the thing that I'm running into at the end here is... In the beginning of the game, there are so many people to talk to in the exploratory phase that each month takes forever. Right. And there's so much to do. Like, you can do a lot. Now, at the end, I feel like I'm just, like, going through the motions because I can still, like, teach classes and stuff, but all of my characters are exactly where I need them to be. Like, in the next five battles, I'm not going to fucking drastically change what someone is right so now i feel like i'm raising their stats for no reason like leveling is the only thing that would matter which i only do in battle so it just kind of feels like i don't get why this month-long process is still here at the end of the game it seems like if they had brought it back to old fire emblem where it's just battle Mm -hmm. each chapter it might be better at this point i don't know it depends i mean if you you like xcom a lot so if you get past the part where it's super fucking anime, then I, th- I think you would like the tactical part for sure. That's I feel like I would like the tactical part. Yeah. But then, like, that was kind of the thing with Persona is it was just too slow for me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I just want to... I don't want to have to go back to school. And, oh, I love <laughs> school every day, baby. Yeah. Persona, I never feel like it's too slow. But this game... Especially now, near mm-hmm. the end, I feel like it's dragging at the end. Can you just kind of skim and, like, skip I c- all that I stuff? I could, like, just rest until the end of each month now, but then I feel like I'm wasting your... potential or something. I don't know. Well, and you're, you, you're cutting out content. I... But at this point, like, I'm not anymore, because oh. I've gotten everybody to the max social link that they mm-hmm. can be that I want them to be, so it's, like, it's Could weird. you do that and probably still have a good time is just basically rest the entire time and just... Just let everything auto. If you like manual, if you told it to auto level people up, yeah, you would be able to do the same thing. It's just you would want to, you can choose to battle in the middle of the month to like mm-hmm. grind basically. So you could do that. And so if you just want to focus on the Yeah, you, you could just do that. Yeah. Okay. That, that's what I, yeah. 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 So. Yeah, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I like it very much. I probably will play it again. I don't know that I'll do it right away now. I originally was planning on doing it right away, but I think I will. When I do finish it, I will need a break. What do you think you'll just take a break with? Because there's not really anything else coming uh, no, out. No, I mean, I've just been in a dark YouTube hole. So, yesterday, instead of playing Fire Emblem at all, I just watched, like, five hours of weird YouTube videos. Because we don't, you don't have anything till Astral Chain. Yeah, Astral Chain, baby. I was going to play Hades. The major update came out yesterday. Oh. So, I'm pretty excited. But you can actually, like, beat it now. It, oh. You can end it. That's exciting. Yeah. So the That was supposed to be officially released this year, right? No. They said it would not be this year. It'll I thought like year. when they announced it they were like it's No, they be... said it will be in early access for at least a year. Okay. I guess I misunderstood yeah. and I mean I'm not surprised that it's gonna take a little long. Yeah, it will not be out this year for real. But uh, the new content I'm excited. Mm. I played a lot during the last one and they just made a bunch of changes that I think will make it easier for me to play. So, yeah, that just seems like a game that it's better to wait. I don't know. I've liked playing it as it goes because it's interesting to see the changes. And uh, I guess I was thinking more for just the story. The story, yeah. I mean, the story is not complete at all. Yes, I but it, at least you can fight a final boss to mm, escape yes. the underworld. Now, I will never get there. 
It's that hard. Uh, I can't beat the third area. Oh. I can always beat the second boss now, but the third area, I can't beat the mid boss. They lowered its health, though, because people are saying it was too hard. Mm -hmm. But I. They nerfed the weapon I use as well in the last patch and this one, so mm. now I don't I don't know. Because before I could one of the upgrades was homing bullets and they decided that that was too dumb. And I was like, Well, great. Oh, no, don't do that to me. Because, yeah, they when they removed the homing bullets was when they added the content after where I was. Mm. I was like, motherfucker. That made me so upset. I beat the second boss, the Hydra, mm. and then they pretend like they make it seem like you lost. I was like, I didn't lose every... What the fuck? I just beat the Hydra. Mm -hmm. You stupid bitch. I was very upset. Um, so the final thing, you played Mario Maker. I did. I just started playing that Tuesday. And you know how I've been saying I'm bad at video games, Manny? Yeah. I don't think I can say that anymore. Why not? Because I'm like beating some like levels that I think people would consider pretty hard. Mm -hmm. Like levels that... like Like the Jeff Gerstmann levels... I didn't play any of them. Where it has like one and a half percent completion rates. I feel like people just give up though. Yeah, I don't know if like maybe they're not as hard. Or... Yeah, I just don't. I don't give up usually. Hey, Patrick's level. But I did not attempt that. Fuck one, that though. level. It's stupid. I've been doing super ex or I've been doing expert. I haven't been doing. Super I can't expert. do that because usually you just run up against a stage that's some fucking total ass bullshit. And then I... I oh, uh, you're, you're talking the endless mode or... Or expert or super expert. So what do you do, normal? I just do stages. I go to sort by newest and just go, or popular. That's what... I've been going to popular, but then sorting it by expert. Oh, okay. So then, like, it's the most popular expert. So, like, mm -hmm. it, at that point, it's just, like, usually tougher platforming. But it's not, like, bullshit where you're, like... Is there just some hidden block? Because that just annoys me. Yeah. I wish there was like a report where I could report those. But you can't know anymore. That's what's annoying. Right. Is in, Because in Mario Maker 1, you could download levels. And mm -hmm. like that was important for people who speed, were speedrunning levels. Is because they could download the level, put a checkpoint right before the hard part, and like practice that. Right. Or figure out if there's like some fucking hidden cheese block that that dumbass used to beat it. You can't do that anymore. You right. can't download levels. You can download you levels, can, but you right. can't edit them. Yes. So there's no way for you to like practice on levels if you want to do that. Because I, I guess it was a problem in the first one that people would change one block and then upload it as their own. Mm -hmm. But you would think that not being able to edit them, you would get around that. You know what I mean? Right. Just make it so that that level is tied to that person, and then you just know you can't upload it if it was downloaded. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. That seems bad. I, yeah. Nintendo is like one of those companies that is like, oh, we have to lock it down with an mm. iron fist. And it's like, I don't know mm. that this was the solution, but I don't know. Yeah. Either way. All right, so you're enjoying it? I am. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Are you using a PS4 controller? Yes. Okay. Because I don't want to use the Joy-Con. I have the D-pad. I use the Joy-Con. And that doesn't bother you? No. Because usually I'm only holding forwards anyways, so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I guess. It seems like there are a lot more puzzles and stuff. There are a lot of puzzle levels. Um, I remember the big thing, at least when the first one 
first dropped, and that's when I played it a lot, there were a lot of those auto levels. Yeah, so those, now you can tag those, so right. they generally get filtered out, because they're usually like 100% clear rate. Yes. So they're not under expert, or... Yes, yes. And you, recently, they also haven't been sorted to most popular in general, either. Or, like, what's hot. It's right. usually not those auto-scroller levels. No. So. Which, I mean, those were cool at first, but you kind of cool on that stuff and yeah and i people have been making a lot of wild shit like right. the one that was in the news recently of the like first person dungeon crawling thing mm -hmm. with the mini map that shit's wild and he uses like force perspective to make it look like that's what the screen would look like right that's really cool there's a bunch that are uh, pong yes. type things those are cool I think, like, the ones where it's like, hey, this is, like, Metroid-inspired. I think those can be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, um, have you seen the Wave ones? The Wave ones are crazy. Yeah, it's like, yeah. how this is breaking my brain how you made um, this. I've played a bunch of ones that are, like, rhythm-based, so, like, the song is playing, mm. and then they have on-off switches, right. but you're supposed to jump exactly at the beat, and th those are fun. Mm -hmm. People do a lot of crazy shit. Also, I'm liking the 20-second ones. Yeah. Where it is just like that. It's the on-off, but you got to hit it just precisely. Mm -hmm. Those I'm having a lot of fun with. Yeah. So, I... Yeah, it is It is very cool. I, I've not played... You've probably played more than me at this point. I've played only, like, five hours. It's... Well, I probably played ten. Hmm. I mean, I just picked it up Tuesday. And yeah. I've been, I've been bouncing between this and the new blood. So. No, yeah, after I 100%... Or young blood, sorry. <laughs> I will never know what that game is called. Oh. Uh, after I 100% of the story mode, I didn't play a whole lot of it because mm -hmm. I'm not going to make a level probably. I've been thinking I might make a level, but just because I, I want to practice wall jumping. Mm, if you make a level, I'll play it. Because like, I, I don't want to make anything too hard, but like, I'm struggling with the wall jumping in the, the new Super Mario's. Really? It just doesn't feel quite right, so I want to just mess around with that and get used to it. Mm -hmm. And I figure the best way is just make a level where I pretty much have to just be wall jumping constantly. Yeah. The thing that gets me is the cat suit. I fucking hate it. Oh, really? I, yeah, no, that's the, the Wii. That's the, the Super Mario Brothers um, world, right? 3D world. Yeah, 3D world. I'm just saying, I, of the things that I do not like, I don't like the cat suit because it has that fucking... The dive mm. that is, for some reason, I feel like never comes out when I need it to. And people make a lot of really fucking weird, crazy levels based on you having to do this dive at this oh, exact right. fucking angle. And that, I just... I don't like that. So, I don't know. But people also have, like, these crazy levels where you have to have the most precise jump in. oh yeah i am but that that's like the classic yeah. kaizo shit it just is I, like i'm used to that it's mm -hmm. just the weird catsuit bullshit i'm surprised maybe people just don't play the single player mode but you eventually unlock a power up that turns you into builder mario mm -hmm. so he has a hammer so he can like break blocks but he can also place like up to four blocks and you can like stack them to get up places I have not really seen a level yet that utilizes that in an interesting or creative way. Hmm. Same thing, I also have not seen many levels when you fully beat it, you unlock the... I can never remember what it's called, but it's the fireball power from Super Mario Land, the Game Boy mm -hmm. game, like the Super Ball or something, where the fireballs go out, but they stay out. Right. 
I have seen some levels that use that, but nothing that's like super crazy. And I think you could do a lot of insane stuff with that. I just haven't really seen a lot of those levels. I kind of wonder if like, I haven't seen anything like that. I wonder if it filters out if you haven't. Because I've only done maybe five levels in the... I don't know. I I thought it was really funny because I watch a streamer called Trihex. He used to speedrun Yoshi's Island, but he got really, really popular with Mario Maker. Mm -hmm. And now he does Mario Maker 2. The first time... It was probably a couple weeks after the game came out. He found he got the builder suit and was like, "What the fuck is this? I've never seen this before." And it's because all the levels he was playing were people who just went right into the level maker, and oh, right. he is a speedrunner, so he just went right into doing levels. So they didn't do the single player at all, so mm-hmm. they didn't see any of that stuff. It was just weird. Hmm. So, I but yeah, I I think you could do really wild stuff with the builder suit and uh, the super ball. So. Hopefully that ends up happening. I mean, with the wild shit people are making now, anything is possible. Uh, it so. makes me sad because I will never be smart or creative enough to come up with the stuff that people are making. Yeah. I don't know if you feel the same way. but I mean, I don't feel bad about it. I just know that it, I, mm. I don't know. I also don't want to make it, really. Oh, okay. I would rather just play someone else's yeah, things. Yeah, like, I'm not really motivated to make a... Other than, like, to practice because, like... There, I'm just never been like a big Mario guy, so like mm. playing certain levels, I'm like, oh, this is helping me with getting used to, you know, whatever this is. Like, like the music blocks, I'm uh, not a huge. Okay, fan well, of those. fuck that. So that's different because the physics of those mm. are not what they are in Mario Three. Like, if right. we busted out my SNES mm. and we played Mario Three. Those shits would not work like that. Well, yeah, because it's got to be the same physics among all the games. Yeah, except for the part where they suck mm-hmm. for the music blocks. Also, Wigglers I struggle with a all little right. bit. Wigglers, are, I think, are fine. But music blocks... It's a, it's a weird I feel like timing. the whole world agrees that the music blocks are ridiculous. I, I don't know. The perfect jumping just feels so arbitrary. Yeah. I can never be like, yes, every time. It just mm-hmm. feels like garbage. Yeah, so like right now I'm playing a level with Wigglers, and I'm like, I, I'm starting to get that timing down, but it, it took me a little while mm-hmm. to get that down. Is it a Super Mario World level? Yes. So spinning? No. You don't spin on the Wigglers? No, you have to jump, and you have to get like maximum height. Interesting. Because usually in most levels that have Wigglers that are Super Mario World, they want you to spin on the Wigglers forever. No, these are like you want you have to get like max height and distance. Oh, that's just an enemy jump. Then that's not specific to Wigglers. That's off anything like mm-hmm. Goombas and Koopas as well. Yeah, that's just that's years of Mario practice yes, right there. That you is, gotta get that. <laughs> and I don't have that because yeah. I was busy playing Donkey Kong Country. Oh, it also takes practice. I'm better at that. See, I, I think I always liked that because, like, I could roll through enemies. Yeah. In this, you you have to jump on them. Yeah. Or you could just jump over them and ignore them altogether. Mm, the levels I'm playing, you have to <laughs> jump on them. You need to play different levels, man. <laughs> I'm having fun with the the harder difficulties because, like, I started on easy and I'd like take three steps and I beat the level. And I'm oh like, yeah, so <laughs> some of the ones because I was just trying to see if I could get a bunch of world records to get mm-hmm. some of the clothes. And like, you'll play a level and 
it's literally just nothing but the flagpole right. the stage and you're yeah, like yeah. why why did you upload this yeah, man? yeah and then one i did it it was like this maze where you just kept going back and forth back and forth and at the very end i just fell on a spike and died Apparently there was another diverging path somewhere. Those ones are fucking stupid. Yes, that where was they one... have you at the end, like pick a pipe or pick a door, and mm. then you pick the wrong one, so you just fall into a spike. That shit sucks. Yeah, that's not. No. What good is that? No, what that's... fun is that? So I always skip those. I boo them because it has the yay and boos. Yeah, and I just move on. I don't like that if you hit boo or yeah, you can't undo that yeah. choice. Yeah. So. I wait until I'm done with the level. There were a it. couple where I would just get to the end and be like, fuck this level and smash boo. And then be like, oh, I guess it wasn't that bad, but I can't change it now. <laughs> Fucking God. Do you leave comments? No, because I would be too savage. There were a lot of them I was playing where I wanted to just be like, this is is a terrible level. There was one that was called Fun and Something Else, and my comment was going to be, this is neither that nor fun. <laughs> but I was like, this person doesn't deserve that from me. So I just don't comment instead. So I did comment on Patrick's level and mm. said, I fucking hate donuts now. Except you can't say fuck because right. Nintendo would ban me. But I was like, I don't like donuts anymore in this game. The end of your level is criminal. You have become what you hate. <laughs> Which that is one where it's less than one percent. Oh, that one. Right? That one has seemed. That seems crazy. What? That it's less than one percent. Is the hooks? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's less than one percent. Dang, I did it. So you're one of the I'm one percent. I'm, I'm a one percent. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, that one is like, you just got to learn it. Yeah. And I, it's probably because some of it is slightly random. The, the one thing that's turned me off, I do want to try it eventually was the angry sun. Yeah. But you, yeah, it's so weird. You just have to jump in place like, while the fire's coming up and then I don't, I don't. the end is what really sucks shit. Mm -hmm. Because when you realize what you're supposed to do with the hooks, you're like, okay, I got it. And then you get to the end, and you're bouncing on the fucking donuts with the spikes all around. And it's like, you got upset because Dan always trashed on you with his stupid levels. Mm -hmm. Here you are. First right. thing you do when you finally make a level is this dumb bullshit. Fuck off, Patrick. <laughs> um, but yeah, Patrick streams, I enjoy watching mario maker mornings yes. i haven't been watching it recently but i would like to he start got again. stuck on dan's for four days that was the most convoluted level i have ever seen yeah but yeah mario maker mornings is an interesting stream he yes. tries to be family friendly so like if you want to watch a stream with kids he you is can. he he is very family friendly yeah he he didn't used to be but no he realized that people were watching it with their kids and he was like getting letters from people and so he was like oh i should stop swearing yeah which that's gotta be hard yeah so he usually doesn't uh it's, it seems especially hard because a lot of those levels i would just be like fuck this yeah <laughs> kill me now but uh yeah i don't know i like mario maker yeah i'm having fun with it 
So that's a long podcast. We're just not going to do a part three, I think. Okay. Because it'll go over three hours if we do, and I don't know that I have that. On. Well, and like we, if we did like the random, we'd get one where we want to talk about. I know, for, and then it, then it, it'd be all over. I mean, we could do maybe one for fifteen minutes, but like yeah. it's too random. For yeah, that. we don't. There's no, there's no telling what yeah. could come out of the snowman's head. Uh, so yeah, I guess that'll do it for the podcast next week. Uh, I don't think we next episode. Yeah. I don't think we have a specific topic, so we'll probably pick out of the snowman's head. (sighs) Isn't is Gamescom coming up? Mm, I think it's in September, but yes. Did a hundred people are announcing things at that. Sega Sega said they're announcing a, uh, a triple a title. Yes. That's why I wanted to ask because it seems like. Things are happening there. Yeah, man. Jeff Keighley put out his list of hot world exclusives. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of companies on there. Yes. Uh, most of them seemed like they would be... Um... Google Stadia and Epic were on there, so oh, people fuck. were upset about that. Because <laughs> 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 apparently Epic's not allowed to announce things anymore. I didn't... I found out the other day that for this entire year... Google Stadia does not work in the web browser. It only works on that specific Chromecast. Yes. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Don't make your... Oh, and Pixel phones. Sorry. So if you have Mm. the Pixel, the Pixel 2, or the Pixel 3, you could use Google Stadia. You know what's another weird thing? Not to go off on another tangent. Yeah. But, like, the new iPhones, the, the 13... I guess there's like I guess there's like a new update or something in the iOS where now you can pair PlayStation 4 controllers to them. Cool. That's awesome. But it's not like a hardware update, it's just a software update where it can happen. Yeah. So like they were blocking it before and now they're allowing it. Well, they didn't allow a lot of weird Bluetooth peripherals, so yeah. I bet that also translates to a bunch of other different things. Like you could probably pair that Rockman guitar yeah. to an iPhone now. Yeah, it's just and it's, it's just as easy as you just hold the share button and the PlayStation button, like you do. Oh yeah, with any Bluetooth thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, so, I mean Apple's fucking weird. They probably blocked half the things on the planet. So, but now they're allowing it, and you can play games with. So that's something you can do, Manny, if you want. I don't have an iPhone. You can get an iPad. No, I can't, because I don't want to spend that much money <laughs> on a tablet I'll never use. You had that tablet. I did, and it only cost me $150. And then you never used it. And then I sold it and bought something. I don't remember what I bought with that money, but I remember enjoying it more than I enjoyed the tablet. Also, we technically do own tablets. The Switch. No, I thought you were going to say the Wii U. Why would I? When the Switch is literally a tablet. Yeah, but so is the Wii U. It has a tablet. And it's a bad tablet. It is. Uh, The Switch, you can hack now and put Android on it, so it could truly become a tablet if you really wanted to void your warranty. But with that... That'll do it for our podcast. As always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Um, I lost my train of thought, and I need a drink. So we will catch you guys in two weeks. Peace.